Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two-moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. These have all played parts in the world's fate, but it's the people that truly shape the future. And, every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries, and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery, quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum, or, in most cases, both. But on a far smaller scale, perhaps it is time we look at the 300 years since our last story. Much of the world of Atlaren has entered an industrial age of machines, magics, gunpowder, and most volatile of all, the printing press. Factions and nations fight for political supremacy as much with blade and bow as paper and ink. But the machinations of nobles don't mean much to our crew. In this particular window in time, it is the year 501, and despite the advancements of the world, the Antarctic continent of Frosthold is still a little behind. A trio of wanderers have unknowingly taken up a mercenary contract together, intertwining their separate threads. Each seek a form of salvation in their own way. One must undo a mistake, one must find their strength, and one must find their true place. Scrappy misfits all. This is their story, pitted against a world of danger and rushing further into the unknown every waking moment. I need no weapon, for I am the weapon. I need no armor, for my family is my armor. When I fall, I rise to guard eternal. This was the Nothar creed that Fustrak Broadhorn was raised by. A Minotaur barbarian with a love of battle and honor, the son of Chief Tejar is fierce detective of those he cares about. Fustrak is traveling the world to learn new fighting styles and techniques, and hoping to bring them back home to Garrett Eldathas. While not exactly smart, Fustrak makes up for it in brute strength and tenacity on the battlefield. The maul on his back comes in handy, but Fustrak prefers unarmed combat to even the playing field. Despite his gruff exterior, Fustrak can be quite patient, kind, and gentle, but guards the secrets of his past tightly though it may soon catch up with him. If you're ever in search of polite company and good conversation, perhaps Magda Renly won't be your first choice. If you have a problem that needs taken care of by whatever means necessary, however, you won't find a better mercenary for the job. Hailing from the Bjorning woods of Amnoblin, Magda has traveled the world under the employment of the Atlan Mercenary Company. She's a human blood hunter who acquires her abilities from special concoctions taught to her by the Guild of the Gate. While she has served the AMC for many years, anyone who comes across her may get the distinct impression she has no interest in niceties and kissing ass to rise through the ranks. Even so, Magda knows that in order to achieve her goals, she needs the AMC and the Guild. If she'll ever be able to stop looking over her shoulder and finally start looking forward, she needs to play the game. But she'll be damned if she lets herself trust anyone again. Oh, hey there, guy. My name is Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago, which you know is probably too many names, but Ma and Dad couldn't pick one they liked best, and even after all that effort to choose one, they like, you know, they ended up calling me Nick, wouldn't you know? 
Even my babysitters growing up, old Alma and Candy, called me all sorts of things because, Christ, they had a lot to choose from, didn't they? Half the time I don't even know who anyone is talking to, but I answer anyway because I just like to be helpful. Okay, uh, where was I? Oh yeah, you can just call me Noah. I grew up in a sweet little suburb of Port Midcord called Reese's Ridge, and I tell you what, I wouldn't have it any other way. My parents have a successful little potion shop that I helped out with as a kid. My dad was doing crazy experiments with the potions while Ma was tinkering away on whatever she could find. You know, I remember some of the other kids while I was growing up, they would come to our neighborhood barbecues and bring their toys over to show off. Why, this one time I accidentally melted poor Patty's new doll, and boy did I feel silly. After that, you can sure bet I got a good lesson in potion safety. Well, once I got older, I traveled around with the Phelan caravan since, you know, they were good friends of the folks, and I learned a lot more on my travels. Now, after traveling so much, I've helped the folks expand the business and, you know, created a few more things that we can stock in our stores. I came to Frosthold in search of some rare ingredients and some make some new, you know, potion things with. And I'll be darned all the heck if I'm not going to come up with something cool to show my dad next time I come home. Vagrant, entertainer, gun for hire, Christmas fortune mayor has been known as many things and gone by various names. Whatever suits him best at the time. To get to the next day, to the next job, to the next handful of corn. Christmas does not go out of his way to show cruelty nor kindness and grants neither favor nor misfortune. He acts solely for his own interests and only helps or harms others to further those interests. Though born far in the north under more privileged circumstances, an encounter with the chaotic magic of the Feywild set Christmas Path in a drastically different direction, a direction that changed him, both inward and outwardly. But with change comes freedom, and with freedom comes danger. Survival from one day to the next is both exhilarating and grueling, but Christmas has mastered surviving. Whether by the stage or a passing stranger's pocket, making it to the next day is his speciality. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Atlarn Adventuring Company. I'm your Dutch Master Taylor Wallace, and joining me, I have Astrid Knight. Hello. I got Blake Wolf. Oh, that's me. I got Zach Gale. Oh, hey, everybody. And I have our poor stream master, Zach Coop. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the stream. It is a day. Let's start. I don't want to talk about it. Um, so last time, you guys uh, were approaching Mana's. Uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> you went down into the Castro River Valley. Uh, Christmas rolled down. Uh, and you camped overnight and got a visitor in the fog who may or may not have been a skinwalker pretending to be Chris Barago. Uh, in the morning, you went up the other side and by the time you had climbed uh, all the way to the top and Manaz was within sight... Uh, you found a standing ring of stones with an earthblood fountain in it, leaking lava down into the valley. You also met Ira, a, a geary druid there who was studying the fountain. 
And Noah touched it. Sure did. Yep. And set off what was essentially a wild magic surge. Uh, thankfully, not one that hurt anyone. Uh, but Ira discussed the uh, Earthblood Fountain with you for a little while before escorting you toward Mana's. Uh, you spent one more night on the road before you arrived in early morning, immediately greeted by the Fjallhammer Gate and the ruins of the Ursvalar Walls, all uh, all uh, ruins relating to Zarai. Uh, you passed by a little temple with a dragon skeleton draped across it, its head impaled on the steeple, and uh, you replied with food by the very friendly locals who... Didn't expect anything back from you. Um, it was, uh, it is still uh, the first of Turin, which is uh, Turin Dawn, uh, just a like little feast day. So everybody's out just enjoying themselves. Um, Ira showed you where the docks were, and you guys uh, stopped by the AMC office to pick up mail and check in. You found a bounty for the quarry butcher in Constanos, who is apparently traveling east. Uh, you got copies of the Merrill Courier, which gave you some updates on stuff to do with the AMC. And uh, Magda got some got a letter from Tom, Lieutenant Tom, which was interesting. And she hasn't shared with anybody. Um, the only thing you know is that in his letter, uh, Tom did mention that the Blue Shore tribe had seen Ember traveling along the coastline southward. Um, let's see. You headed back to the docks and crossed Gungnir Lake to uh, Turnvik Island, which I don't think I mentioned by name last time, but it is called Turnvik Island, which literally means Tower Bay Island. Uh, and you found none other than Alistair Altera teaching a class of maybe 20 kids or so, uh, currently on the subject of the Realm Gate. Uh, he dismissed his class. Uh, to talk to you guys, and soon uh, Chips and Chris, uh, Noah's parents, came bursting in and flattened him uh, before turning and overwhelming all of you, uh, especially Magda. Uh, between some conversations about things that you guys want to learn and do with uh, Alistair, uh, Chris and Chips told you about how uh, they kind of together, but Chris solved it, uh, created the analog for the Black Cast Gorilla. Um, and then Alistair sent you guys off behind the tower to where he has a number of guest cabins, uh, where you guys are currently headed uh, to figure out your rooming situation. Uh, there are a number of cabins. Each of them has two bedrooms to them, so you can all have your own rooms. Just pick your, pick your uh, cabin mate. Um, and I have a list of shit that you guys still want to get to. So, uh, dear crew, what are you doing? Uh, that's a good question. Um... <coughs> well, first of all, uh, Foostruck, are you, are you rooming with Jasper like usual? I figured that we would, but at the same time, Jasper and I normally stay in the same room. Um, so I wasn't sure if he would want to stay in the same room or if he would be okay having his own room. 
Yeah, um, these these cabins are just little bitty things, so it's not like he's going to be far away. You guys can share a cabin. Okay. Yeah, um, perfect. And then, who's who else is staying with whom? Uh, I guess I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll oh, actually, share. actually, oh. I, I remember I was planning to do something. Um, as you guys walk out behind the tower uh, and you see these cute little, like, red-sided metal roof cabins on the lakeshore, um, you see uh, one of them already has, like, uh, one of them is clearly already, like, opened up and Chris and Chips are staying there. Um, as you guys walk out behind the tower, uh, Lorcan walks up next to Magda and says, uh, so I don't know if you care to get your ear talked off by Noah, and I know you're uh, iffy about Mr. Fortune Mare. Do you want to split a cabin? Yeah, that would probably be the wisest choice. Good, because I don't want to be stuck with either of them either. Mm. (laughs) And he just strolls off toward one of the cabins. Yeah, I'll go to the the opposite end then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Noah, unless you want to take the other bedroom in your parents' cabin or you want to stay with Christmas, it's up to you. Um, I won't judge you either way. Yeah, let's stay with Christmas. Yeah, but Christmas will gun buddies. <laughs> yeah, we can no. sit up all night shining our guns together. No, <laughs> is that what they're calling it these days? Okay. Yeah, we just got to make sure they're nice and lubricated. <laughs> <laughs> lubricated. Um. So, uh, Chris and Chips also go back to uh go go back to their cabin for a moment. Uh, before Chris uh, takes off back toward the tower, just like with all her tools and shit. Um, She's just getting right to work while you guys do whatever it is you're going to do. Alistair is uh, indisposed until evening, so if there's anything you want to get done before then, now is the time. Uh, yeah. I gotta talk to Lorcan. Yeah, you do. Uh-huh. It's almost as if I knew that. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, you <laughs> you and Lorcan uh go into uh one of these little cabins. They're all pretty much the same where they have two smallish bedrooms side by side. Both of them have like a, a queen size bed in them. Uh with like end tables and a little closet. Um pretty open like kitchen with little round table and several chairs around it and then there's uh, like a like a washroom off to the side, and then there is a screened-in like porch area. Um, very very nice, uh, nicely furnished, and just just furnished enough. Like it's not over decorated or overdone or anything. Uh, but the moment you two walk into one of these cabins, uh, Lorcan just, like, drops his bag on the floor in a corner and walks up to the kitchen and starts opening cabinets and immediately finds several bottles of different stuff and just sets them all on the counter. And it's like, all right, this, this is hospitality. You want anything? Uh, what do they got? 
I've got ooh, this is nice whiskey. All right, we've got whiskey, mm. we got bourbon, we got whiskey's great. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. He like puts all the rest away, and he digs <sighs> and finds some glasses, and he just puts those all on the kitchen table. Says, "All right, finally, an actual bed." Yeah, I definitely won't miss sleeping outside. Yeah. Um, you said you wanted to talk about something. Yeah. Um. Does this have anything to do with why you're staring at me earlier? I will take out the letter. Uh oh. That I got. Um. I just want to say I I asked about you before you got dropped on our doorstep because I didn't know anything about you so okay I didn't mean to pry what do you mean uh, pry I'll hand him the letter okay um you hand him specifically the one for uh Indira yeah. okay Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he sort of pours a glass and he sits down and starts looking over the letter. Um, and as he goes through it, you see at a very specific point, and you know which point, his sort of relaxed demeanor stiffens up. And he glances at you. And he keeps going. And eventually when he finishes, he you can see him starting to read faster and faster. Um, when he finishes, he very gingerly sets the letter down on the table. Uh, I didn't ask about... I just wanted to know more about you because I didn't know anything and I thought you were the enemy. Um, well, uh... Listen, I, um, oh God, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, we don't, we don't have to talk about it. If you're uncomfortable with no, that sort of thing. I, I'm not uncomfortable. I mean, and it's more about- you, you don't even have to share a cabin with me. I'll, I'll go stay in another one if you want. Why would that change? Listen, it doesn't matter- you think just because you were because people thought you were a girl when you were born why would that change anything? What do you mean why would that change anything? That changes everything. It doesn't in my mind. You're so weird. What do you mean? Or is this normal in it, Naren? What, is it normal to be kind to people? I don't understand you, Magda. I... Okay, so most of what's in here is... Well, all of it's true, but a lot of it's not said the right way. Um... Yeah, I... I was born Lorca, uh, and with my sister Nalan. 
and um, we I'm not a full Eladrin, that's true. My mother's a nymph. I don't know who the fuck my dad is, don't really care to know. And that's that's okay with you? I mean, honestly, I your lineage means nothing to me and anything else that you care to keep to you doesn't affect me why would it bother me well i mean have you read this whole thing or did you stop no i read it all about how hit can i just say yeah yeah can i just say that hearsome sounds like a tit No, he does. Because it sounds like as soon as you started being who you wanted to be, he had nothing that he wanted from you. And that shit. Using people like that is not... I don't like that. He was my best friend. It doesn't sound like he was your best friend, Logan. Not the way this letter puts it, I suppose. He... I felt useful when I was with him. And I loved him to death. Not the way that he probably wanted, but... <sighs> but yeah, he... He and a lot of the others weren't... Um, weren't very keen on when I changed. In fact, I think the only person who really supported me was my mother. I don't know how Nalan ever felt about it because we were never... She knew about it, but we didn't talk about it. We Things had already gone too far south by then. I'm sorry that you got treated that way. I expected it. I was ready for it. I just thought that after all I'd done and how hard I'd worked for the CV court, they would look past that. And I mean, there are a bunch of fucking fey spirits and Eladrin. Half their magic is glamour and being able to change the way they look. But for some reason, I just took it a step too far. So, I don't know if that was why, part of why they sent me away, but I imagine it was. I imagine so. I mean, there's definitely something else there, but the letter, obviously, whoever gave me that information didn't know specifically what Hearson did. I need to... I need to... I need to get back there someday. I need to find 
If she's even still alive, I need to find Nalan. I and you see he stops for a second and he's like I need to meet my nephew. I wanna see my mom again. I can help you do that. You don't need to do that. Well, you're helping me, so I should help you. <laughs> it, he he kind of chuckles and says, I wouldn't call this help. You're dragging me along, trying to teach, some of you are trying to teach me how to fight, because despite being the son of one of the most purely magical creatures the Feywild, ha Feywild has to offer, I have none of it anymore. That doesn't mean you're not helpful. What have I even helped with? Honestly, Logan. I think it just helps that there's someone here who isn't unnervingly positive or just a right out dick. You fall somewhere in the middle there and uh, I'm... <laughs> the what? What are you looking like there? <laughs> You're the unnervingly just... positive one. <laughs> I don't know about unnervingly positive. But... Oh, well, you're I thought still... Noah was the unnervingly positive one. Oh yeah, <laughs> they both fall on that spectrum. You're you're in the dick category, Coop. So, um, <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, and Lorcan says, "Well, I, I guess it's not hard to be somewhere in the middle, considering present company." You're, you're sure you're not uncomfortable with all this, right? Because I, I can. I'm. You not, don't have to. It means nothing to me. That my comfort is not affected by that. And if someone is uncomfortable, if they do somehow find out about that, they are uncomfortable about it. I can gouge their eyes out for them, for you. Um, that is weirdly kind. Uh, I know what it's like to be in a body that you can't get along with. So. Alright. Weird. You were the last person I expected to be. Oh, this is going to sound terrible, but supportive? I... I know I'm a bit of a dick, but... I, uh, I think you've earned it at this point. You've been through a lot. I might disagree, but 
I don't know. I... I think you've had it hard enough. So... We're going to get you taken care of. We're going to do that first. And then we'll see where the road takes us. But I'm going to make sure you get to be comfortable in your body too. Thanks. And he just leans over and gives you a big hug. Oh, God. Okay. Come here. I, come here. I don't know if... Okay. Yep, come here. Mm -hmm. uh, I will accept it. I will not reciprocate. <laughs> eh, fuck you. <laughs> we all know you're touch-starved, Magda. And he gets up from yeah, the Yeah, she uh, does kind table. of... She, she does <laughs> kind of, like, lean into him a little bit. Yeah. Like... <laughs> this doesn't mean we're, like friends or anything oh it's too late for that no no it's far far i'm not too into late. labels i'm not into that whole th no mm -mm. Mm -mm. okay uh yeah cool I just grabbed the whole bottle of whiskey and I walked to my room. With it. <laughs> and he just sits there smiling. All right, where are the rest of y'all chuckle fucks doing? Um, once Noah and I get into our cabin, um, I'm also going to start searching the cupboards. Mm -hmm. uh, each of the cabins has uh, has like sort of hospitality stuff so there's like there's drinks and then there's some like dry goods and snacks and stuff um you'll be able to find basically anything shelf stable okay. coffee if you so prefer uh, noah you you seem to always have a fair amount of oddities with you everywhere you go it seems like you just kind of take stuff uh question yeah, i'm for sure you wouldn't happen to have any coal, would you? Uh, like coal powder, coal dust, coal in yes. the raw. Any of it. Uh, raw? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I do have some coal. Let me check. I have... Yeah, I have some coal because that's what we use for the Black Cascarilla stuff. Wonderful. May I have a little bit of that? Uh... Sure. Cool. I I'll hand you the vial. Cool. I'm gonna take the vial, and then I'm also going to out of my bag take like a probably like a foot wide and then several inches deep like case. It's mm -hmm. got a clasp on it, and open it up, and inside there's like dyes and like glasses and uh, different like trimming tools, but then there's also like a false nose and like elf ears and stuff like that it's a disguise kit um and um i'm gonna start kind of like going to town first taking like some of the like the black like dye that i have with the coal dust and start like putting that like on his like facial hair and through his hair to kind of like darken it a little bit um 
He'll also grab, like, the whole bottle of whiskey and then, like, in between steps just be taking, like, huge swigs of this. Um, Make me a constitution save. Sure. <laughs> I'm... I have... Full-on... I do those. Uh, mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> I have constitution. He's just gonna pull a marin okay. and chop all your hair no, off. Yeah, yeah. Well... <laughs> Gotta well, be a dramatic okay. bitch. You, you'll be able to manage to finish your, your stuff before you get too, too tipsy. Okay. The, uh, so he's also like taken out, um, no, it's more fun for the plot. He'll take out one of the green, uh, neckerchiefs or kerchiefs that, uh, he knows is in there and also start dyeing that black. Okay. Um, and then is going to have his coat inside out. And then the very last step is he takes a little pair of trimming scissors and just... And he starts trimming down that beautiful, beautiful mustache. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Yep. You're going full goth. Oh, no. So and, yeah, because uh, the inside of your coat is black, so you have gone from like bright and colorful to pasty and dark. Yep. We match. Basically. <laughs> Yay, Magda's gonna love that. Oh, no. just wait. Just wait. Because uh, oh, I have a plan. Uh, That's scary. Uh, Noah, I'm gonna run into town for a little bit. I have some okay. errands to run. Um... Uh, do you need some company? That's up to you. It's probably safer for me if you come with me. It's probably more dangerous for you if you come with me. Yeah, you know, I'll just come <laughs> along and make sure everything stays hunky-dory and, like, okay. tap my gun on the side. <laughs> what a fucking sales pitch on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do know that uh, some of you guys need stuff from town. Um... So we can we can do a shopping trip too if we need to. Hell yeah. uh, and you know, before we go, let's stop by my parents' cabin because uh, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need to make a withdrawal. Oh, okay, uh, sure. Yeah, you um, you go to your parents' cabin, and then I will go see if the others would also like to uh, go into town with us, and then we'll okay. meet you after you have met your parents. Yeah, I think we can do that. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, Foostrock and Jasper. Question. Was yeah. uh, was Alistair going to pay us? Yes, he's for, going to. For, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Because uh, I, I noticed that my money was the same, and I was like, I thought he said something about payment. <laughs> Actually, let me uh, let me double check that. He would have given it to you on receipt. Uh, oh, I definitely haven't had a living money. Ka-chow. Ka-chow. What is ka-chow? I don't know. It's just a thing. It sounds sounds like a terrible candy bar. It's... It's from Cars. That's like his fucking. Oh catchphrase. yeah, it is, isn't it? Oh, yeah. ew! I've never seen that. God, I it's hate that so movie. stupid. Oh no, I know. I actually read a breakdown of Lightning McQueen's character arc last night while I was Which doing is some awful. writing research, 
Actually, it kind of, it's simplified because it's meant for kids, but he still has a very, a reluctant hero. Like I mean, arc. yeah, but... A Kachow just feels like a knockoff Kit Kat bar, but instead of, like, wafer cookies, it's, like, caramel sandwiched in between, like, fiber board, mm. and then just yeah. covered in chocolate. So it's like a protein bar, is what you're saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, basically. No. Yeah, cool. Um... Alistair, uh, no, because he was writing to Torlock and not to you guys, there's no price discussed in the letter. So uh, you guys will come away with 10,000 gold. No. 10,000 uh, platinum. Ooh. Uh, uh, he's been around for hundreds of years. He's rich. Of course, pop it up, old man. I feel like every time we talk, <laughs> yeah, say that to his face. Say that to okay. his face, Max. Everybody has that... the t-shirts now. Instead of saying "Eat the rich," it says "Eat the lich." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be a. Somebody write it down. Somebody write it. Oh down. my god. Yeah. Yep. I, I got it. Um, Eat the lich. Right. Also, I would love if it was a dog that just had like a skeleton bone in its mouth. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you guys will come away with, considering the illegal nature of some of the things in the box, you will come away with 50 platinum total. Total? Uh, yeah. Okay. How much is that split? 500 gold. No, how much is that split between? So there's. Well, are we giving any to Lorcan or any to Jasper? Lorcan I mean... does not need any money. Fair. Why not? But you I know? don't know that. I don't know that. <laughs> uh, 506 ways is uh, 83 gold, 3 silver, 3 copper. If you want to split it that way. Okay. Yes. Um, Easier. You said it, 83, mm-hmm. 3, and what? 83 three. and 3 repeating. Oh, duh. But so some... somebody's getting an extra copper. Yeah. Um, Lorcan and Jasper will forfeit their portions because they weren't part of this job originally. If you want them to, nah, they can. They helped. Yeah. Did Lorcan though? He was Jasper. There. Definitely helped. Jasper earned his portion. Yeah. Lorcan helped. I love that you're defensive of him now. That's so yeah. cute. Yay. We've established a meaningful connection. Mm-hmm. Magda she, actually she's likes She's not going to call now. a friend. She's not going to call a friend. He does. Nope. Listen, when you have as few friends as Lorcan, you, you hold on to the new ones. Hey, Magda's um, not going to call him a friend. I, that's he, okay. He's my buddy, but... <laughs> okay, so I'll strike that off the list. Ah, uh, so you guys got a little money, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jasper and Food Shark. What were you guys doing? Um. So, I think that as Foostruck is going in, into like he he'll let Jasper pick which bedroom is his first. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Fustrock doesn't care, but he thought it would be nice to to let Jasper pick. Okay. Um, and then uh, 
then he'll take the other one. And as he's unpacking, he's kind of just thinking about, he's thinking about like the conversations that he had with his mom a little bit about his family. And he kind of comes to realize that he's never asked Jasper about his. Um, so he's, he's going to approach Jasper um, uh, and just like knock on the, like the presumably open bedroom yeah. door mm-hmm. um, and uh, just be like, Hey buddy, uh, you got a yeah. sec? Uh, and you, you find him uh, sitting in the middle of this, compared to him, giant ass bed. Uh, just with all of his stuff from his from what was once Alzarin's bag, uh, just laid out in front of him, and you see he has meticulously organized everything in front of him, um, and he's just folding what little clothing he owns and like organizing and figuring out where to put things because he assumes you guys are going to be here for a little while, um, and he he looks up from what he's doing and says, "Yeah." What's up? I uh, I kind of just realized that uh, as much as we've, you know, like, learned about, you know, Magda, and, you know, now we've met Chris and Chips, and, uh, you know, we, we met my mom, and you've heard a little bit, not just about my dad, but, uh, you know, my wife. And my brothers-in-law. Um, we uh, we've never asked you about your family back in Blue Shore. Like your uh, your parents. Uh. Okay. Like, I mean, you know, like it. If you don't want to talk about it, that's okay. Um, um, but it's also kind of rude of us to to not ask. You know, you're you're a member of the team. Well, I I figured it just wasn't important. I mean, I suppose that's fair. I mean, is it, um. No one's ever asked me before. Well, now that's kind of sad. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. Just, you know, everybody else has kind of kind of explained where they come from, except, you know, none of us has ever asked you. Okay. I mean, if you want to know, I'll tell you. It's not that exciting or happy. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like uh, happy family stories are a uh, rarity reserved for Noah uh, when it comes to this ragtag group. Yeah, I gathered that. Um, he he gets up uh, off the bed and sort of brushes past you to go out to the uh, the kitchen table um, and he like pulls out a chair and pulls out a second chair and he climbs up on one of them 
and he he sits there because he's so small like his legs dangle but he just looks like a little kid just like at the doctor's office just waiting um and he glances up at you and he says okay well what do you want to know Uh, like, what are your parents' names? What was it like growing up? What's your mother's name? <laughs> uh, but he says, well, um, my, my parents died when I was really, really young. Um, they were both warriors. Um, Agra said that they died fighting uh, this big, like, lizard thing. I think it was a drake. Um, but they saved a lot of people, so I've always been kind of proud of that, even though I wish I could have met them. Um, their names were Mirilla and Alsen. They were... Um, they were what you would call um i think people would call them house carls as like the if if algra were a jarl they would be house carls to him so they were they were very good at what they did but i i never knew them i i think i was only two at the time um Algra, I don't know if I ever told any of you that Algra is my uncle. He's my you, my father's brother. Yeah, you uh, you definitely didn't mention that. Well, I don't think he ever really considered me family. Just sort of a responsibility more than a nephew. Um, he took care of me, but... I, my cousins and my aunt never really, we never really got along all that well. They made sure I had a place to sleep and clothes and food and all of that, but it wasn't really family. Um, and then my, uh, my grandma and grandpa, I, I had them when I was very young, but I don't really remember them. Um, my dad was kind of like me, where his parents died very when he was young. But my mother's parents, they were around for a little while. Um, but if we want to talk about family, the best family that I had was my friend Toril. He was... He was just the best. Was he like another bl uh, blood relative or like um, us? No, he was... Um, I always called him my cousin just because it felt like he was family. And Agra really adored him. But a lot of, a lot of us around my age have one or two missing parents because of wars and 
wild animals and that sort of thing. And Toral, Toral still had his father, but he was never really around that much. He was always out working. So it was kind of just Toral and I all the time. And he was... He was the only person who didn't think I was just stupid. Sounds, uh, sounds like a wise guy. Well, I don't know if he was particularly smart, but he was definitely brave. Brave enough not to care what anyone else thought. And... I think he understood that there were things I was good at. It just wasn't talking or being normal, I guess. Hmm. I don't think that normal is exactly something that most of us really need to worry about being. In this group? No, not really. <laughs> I've felt like I fit in a lot more here than I ever did there. Not that it's a high bar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of, uh, I feel similarly. Yeah. You're a lot like Toral. I think that's why we get along. Well, you know, I, uh, Initially, I mostly just felt bad that uh, the Magda yanked out, yanked you out of that tree. Um, <laughs> I still have a scar. Oh, we, yeah, it's healed up pretty good, though. Oh yeah, it doesn't bother me. Uh, but yep, I'm going to have that for a very long time. No, you, uh, you have. Uh, definitely become uh, one of the people that I trust most here. Um, there's something else I wanted to ask you about. Oh, before I move on to this, um, could I get the name of his father one more time? Uh, Alzin. A-L-Z-I-N. I don't write as fast as people talk, so I like you got yeah you got ahead of me. Yeah, um, uh, his his mother is Marilla. His father is Alzin. Um, if you <laughs> care to know, his grandma's name was Umara, uh, and his grandpa's name was Jasper. No. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and then his best friend Toral. Um. So there was one more thing that I kind of wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Um, back when we were uh, a little bit further north, uh, fighting those Glacier Watch, you uh, you were pretty impressive out there. Um, and uh, feel... Of course, feel free to say no. If, if you do, it won't hurt my feelings at all. Um, I was wondering if maybe one of these days when, uh, when we have a little bit of free time, uh, maybe we should have a little sparring match. 
You will absolutely crush me. <laughs> You're way faster than me. Okay, I'll take that. I may Do be you... big and I may be strong, but I am not that fast. Has anyone ever taught you how to throw a punch right? I mean, yeah. I'm just curious. I I do see you go hand to hand with people, but I wonder if you have ever been trained in like a proper martial art. I mean, Other I wouldn't say martial. <laughs> um I've always but yeah, back home I was trained on weapons because you know we uh, we would often find ourselves in conflicts. But uh, uh oh, he oh, done no. froze. Oh, oh, there he is. Okay. Of us, though, we're uh, let's say ham fisted. Uh, Mostly relying on uh, brute strength rather than uh, than finesse, like that uh, first fight that we got in with uh, with some of the other kobolds. Um, it wasn't so much about uh, finesse; it was more about uh, just raw power, which can work in most situations. But maybe I can teach you a little bit. I wouldn't mind that at all. That way, if anybody ever challenges you to a fist fight, you'll be done in 10 seconds. I mean, admittedly, most often they are done in about 10 seconds. <laughs> um, the average amount there of rounds go. in D&D 5e is three. Thank you very much. <laughs> 18 seconds. No, I'm just kidding. I'll have you know, I last 18 seconds on average. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Depends oh, on how God. lubricated your gun is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, I just um, had so many flashbacks. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, Jasper uh, Jasper smiles at you, Foostruck, and he says, I know you're looking to learn different ways to fight and um, improve, so maybe I can throw a couple things in there for you. And I'd very much appreciate that. And I will help you find other people who know things that both of us don't know, because I'm interested in learning as well. I would appreciate that. I, uh, I was kind of thinking about that a little bit while we're here. Uh, people, people around here seem to be pretty friendly, and uh, yes, it's weird. There was, it is a little weird, but not unwelcome. Yeah. Um, there were I was other thinking, cobalts. I know that was pretty great. They were really nice. You, you can uh, see he's uh, he's a little overwhelmed <laughs> by that very fact. You uh, you okay there, bud? I every time I say something, I feel like it sounds so sad. I'm not mm -hmm. used to other kobolds being nice to me. 
I'm not used to anybody being nice to me. I mean, you've been traveling with us for well. You what? all don't. You all don't count. You're my friends. Well, yeah, but we're still nasty to you. I know, except but for when I'm... Magda yanks you out of a tree. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I'm talking about just people in general. Yeah. Well, I also have the feeling that you have run into the Glacier Watch uh, too many times. But they're not here. Mr. Uh, Altera said that they left. Sure did. Hmm. I'm curious about that. Yeah, I am a little bit too. Um, you ever kind of want, like, so he mentioned that, like, the way he looks is, like, all, like, magic and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I always heard that, that liches were just, like, skeletons. Just, like, real strong skeletons. You you think that's what he looks like when the magic's down? <laughs> well, I mean, he's, like, over 300 years old, so I bet. Think if we asked him, he'd show us? God. Maybe. <laughs> show me your true form. <laughs> Show me your ugly Show me your final form. <laughs> then we have to do three episodes of him just screaming into the void <laughs> as he powers up. Yep. God damn, I hated that show. Honestly, Such a that would be show. That would be a really funny April Fool's episode for us to do. Just screaming the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It, it's Pull just a Jack it's just guy. It's just a loop of of one of us screaming while the other ones just sit there for. Okay. <laughs> I could do that. Jack guy did it. I could do it. That's funny. <laughs> All I got to do is copy paste. Yeah. yeah. Just constantly. Let's do it. That'll get us a lot of views. I'm sh- honestly, sure. it could. It could. <laughs> as long as yeah. it's not actually four hours. Anyway. anyway. Uh, this would be when I would be knocking on the cabin for uh, Magda and Lorcan. Okay. Well, um, L- Lorcan would... You said she went to her room. Uh, yeah. So Lorcan would be the one to... He opens the door like a crack and he says, Yeah? Uh, it, it's uh, it's me. I, I, can, to, I can see that. I'm trying to keep a low why, profile here. Why do you look like you're... Alright. Are you... Magda! What? Christmas looks like you. Well, I don't know about that, but... Well, I no, walk not... out. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Why are you so obsessed with me? Why are it's you not... stealing my look? God. I'm just trying to keep a low profile while we're here, okay? Can we, um... Oh, your mustache is gone. That was the only thing I really liked about you. You're very perceptive. Thank fuck. you. We, uh... <laughs> wow. Noah and I are gonna go into town. Uh, we have some uh, errands we would like to run, and you are both welcome to come with us if you would like. Okay. Uh, Lorcan. 
Yeah. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? God. I don't know what oh, you want to do. I could, <laughs> yeah. I could do to pick up a couple of things. Um, and I mean, since we're probably going to be here for a little while, wouldn't hurt to pick up a little food just for in the cabin. Yeah, I got nothing better to do, I guess. So sure. Well, Noah's talking to his folks, and uh, I don't want any part of that. So if y'all want to, <laughs> we're going to meet him over by the boats. Great. So uh, if you want to grab your stuff, I'll meet you there. Uh, uh, Foostrock and Jasper coming. Are we making it like a little outing? going to ask or... them next. Okay. All right. I'll see you soon. Cheers. And I hold up. I've got still got the whiskey bottle with me. I'll hold up my whiskey bottle. Uh, you're just stealing all my shit now, huh? Larkin just holds up his glass and smiles. It's like a fucking cosplay. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a really oh bad one. Uh, but yeah, uh, Christmas heads off. Hey, I'm Lorcan... proficient in that disguise kit. Thank you very much. I know. Uh... Um, but Lorkin, Lorkin turns to Magda and says, Are we agreed that we're the only ones either of us like in this group? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, and he eh. downs. He's like, other than Jasper. And he sets Jasper's the glass down. Boostruck's fine. Uh, fine. Eh, he's alright. Noah's just. Ugh. Noah. Oh, no. He's too happy. Yeah. Alright, let's go. And he just wanders out the door. Okay. I'll follow along. Oh, all right. I guess you're coming with me. Cool. Let's go get Fustrock yeah, and uh, and Jasper. Okay. Cool. Sure. Yep. And uh, I'm going to say, for the sake of brevity, I assume because I know Fustrock needs some things from in town. Uh, mm -hmm. For the sake of brevity, you all head toward the dock. Though I do want to touch on Noah and his parents. Yeah, I was um, going to say. You you get to the cabin. Uh, Chris has already run off to the tower to work on some stuff, so Chips is there. Um, do you do you knock or do you just barge in? Uh, I knock to be kind. I do like that Midwestern knock where you're just like, and then you walk in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do that all the time. Um, but yeah, as you step in, uh, this cabin's pretty much the same as you guys, except uh, you see that. Uh, Chips has laid a like a rubber tarp across the floor and oh, he has no. like a little metal table and he's just like sitting on the floor with this like little tray table like working on some things with like little gloves for his back claws and he's just combining things and you see the uh, Wilma the cockatiel mm. is perched up <laughs> in like a rafter looking down um, oh see she's smart Wilbur would stay oh, yeah. in the lake yeah, um, <clears throat> but he's just combining things, working, not paying any fucking attention. Uh, I knock on the wall again to not scare him, and his his huge ears just go, and he turns and looks, and he's like, "Oh, hey, Nick, what's up?" Oh, hey there, Dad. Uh, so, I uh, well, first, what you working on over there? I well, you know, your friend gave me that there recipe. Uh, woo, whoa. 
<laughs> he's supposed to be Irish and Midwestern. I almost turned into Lorcan. Um, he's <laughs> like, your friend, she gave me that recipe. So I'm just sort of playing with it, making my own version to study. Um, and he holds up a vial with one that's already completed, like super fast. Um, there is one thing about Chips that even though he can seem like a real clod sometimes, Noah knows that he is wickedly smart and incredibly fast at his job. He has created a bloodstone formaldehyde in about a fifth of the time it would take you. And he just holds it up and he's like, this uh, is kind of persnickety to work with. Uh, did you uh, update the recipe or something? How'd you get it to go that fast? Oh, no, I just did the, the original. This is for study. Oh, that's not the fake one. No. Oh, okay. No, I, right. I'm, I'm going to mix up an analog one, too, and see how they sort of compare. But uh, I'm going to see if I can maybe uh, shave down the recipe a little bit, make it a little less expensive, maybe a little smaller, because this is kind of a, this is a big old chug. It's uh You want to turn it into, you know, like a five hour energy or something. <laughs> yeah, kind it's of. Like done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. and uh since you're oh. here, I actually had something for you. And oh boy. He, he turns to his uh his like this leather satchel <laughs> that he has had it had your entire life and somehow it has never gotten destroyed. Mm. Um you know it's a bag of holding. Um, he he pops it open and he digs around inside. And uh, between his claws, he holds out three uh, small vials to you. Oh, what's that? Um, you will recognize them because these are kind of his specialty. Uh, one is a greater healing potion. Uh, hold on. Oh, 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 oh. Where is it? Okay. One is a potion of invisibility. Ooh. Okay. And one is uh Oh god, what was it called? Oh, uh potion of one wish. Is... No. Uh oh. one one is a potion of water breathing. Whoa. I uh I had some extra from an order that I filled for uh, Mr. Altera. So uh you you know, disperse those amongst your friends or yourself as you like. But okay. uh, I figured you could use them. Okay. Well, you know, I will definitely get to using those. You never know when you're going to need to go to the bottom of a lake or something. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And, you know, who knows what kind of cool potion things they got down on the bottom of the lake. Yeah. I know. I've been thinking about going going down there and uh, taking a look. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not a very good swimmer, though. You know, yeah, that would make sense. You seem like you'd have a lot of drag in the water. Yeah, and he just like lifts up his huge ass wings. Mm -hmm. So I might send your mod down there. Uh, you know, what, maybe you can get Mr. Altera to polymorph you into like a dolphin or something. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, what did what did you need? What did you need? For? Uh, you know, I came by, I just needed to borrow your credit card. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, um, oh, you running a little short? You know, I've only got 126 gold, and you know as best as I do that that's like just a couple of nights at a nice hotel. That's not really yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I know. That's okay. And he, he opens up his back again and starts digging. Um, and you I see was, him... Oh. Hmm? Uh, I was gonna, you know, sell a bunch of potions, but you wouldn't believe how fast these guys go through them. I can't even make them fast enough. What kind of trouble are you guys getting into? Oh, you know, the kind that requires you to eat healing potions for breakfast. Are you guys... Are you fighting, Nick? I mean... I kind of pull my, I pull my, uh, thing, my coat to the side, and I'm just like, yeah, hunky dory's getting a lot of use lately. Oh boy. Yeah, don't, don't tell my. Don't tell your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I understand it's it's a dangerous world, and mm. sometimes you know words just don't cut it. So that's okay. You know, I tried to do my, we were in this place recently and, uh, you know, I tried to do my best to be good to people. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to burn them alive. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, some of those people, they just don't listen. And, and he kind of chuckles. He's like, what do you think I did to your mom's last boyfriend? Uh, that's a joke. I didn't actually burn him alive. It was an accident. An I mean, accident I wasn't responsible for. Make that clear. Yeah. I had nothing to do with it. Just because I threatened to burn him alive and he happened to burn alive, I didn't do it. <laughs> I really didn't, though. I was <laughs> uh, like, know, don't, don't mention that to your ma either. Um, yeah, you know, maybe it's just that she doesn't know about uh, certain things. Well, you know, you'd think with you know her her abilities and like what mm. she can get up to and the, the number of people she can take on at once good lord you think she'd be okay with the fighting but she really isn't you know i feel like she's one of those people that's just uh just as sweet as can be until you get on their bad side and then well yeah i've been married to her for how old are you uh oh i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I don't remember either. She remembers I, the things. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm um, somewhere uh, between 20 and 25, I think. Okay, I've been... What demographic oh. are you in, son? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. How old is Chips? Uh, I, I'm, do I'm, I'm done playing. I just want this conversation to continue for the next two hours. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh my god. Hold on, let me let me double check a thing. I uh, gotta check my backstory because I have no idea how old I am. Go on, Nicholas Nancy Paragle. Yeah, I can remember my whole name. I know. Personal Frederick uh, Steinbaum Musa Kowalski to roll of the Yeah. My my in bold note for Chris and Chips is they are uncomfortably happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though. Um appearance. Uh, Nope, I never wrote down my age. Don't know how old I am. How old do you think Noah is? You know, let's go with like 23. I am an ageless immortal being, Father. <laughs> I'm also a tiefling, so I could be much older, but. Okay. Um, he uh, says, We gotta have been. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, Jeez, it's almost 25 years. Oh, boy, I better think of a gift. Uh, oh, you know, that anniversary is the residual anniversary, so you better find something real special. 
I mean, I do have some. Uh, yeah, I always have some. You know, that's a good, uh, you know, just to, uh, you know, check on that for half a second, because you mentioned Mm -hmm. it. Um, there's a guy wandering around. He goes by the name of like Walter or Wendell or something. And, uh, Walter Dine. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, He's trying to pawn off residuum on people. Oh yeah, I know. Okay. So just, you know, be careful of that. Yeah, uh, Mr. Altera told us a bit about him. Um, I'm, you know, I was interested in contacting him to see what other kinds of things he could supply, but then I heard about kind of some of the stuff he's up to, and I mm-hmm. decided against it. I'm, uh, I'm kind of curious about him, but uh, residuum is a pretty dangerous thing to just be selling to anyone. He, yeah, you know, I don't. <sighs> I'm not really sure where his head's at on this one, but, you know, whatever, you know. Well, if you figure out anything else about him, let me know, because uh, I don't know if you know this, but in, in a few places in Frosthold, Residuum's kind of illegal because it's oh. turned, you can refine it into this drug that's, like, real crazy. Oh, yeah, Chunk told me about that. Yeah. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Okay, I didn't hear anything. Um, Anyway. You you uh, know as well as I do, there are some things that are hard to get a hold of. I don't know anything of the sort. Yep. Anyway, you said you needed money. I sure do, and I'm not going to spend it on drugs. I trust you on that. Um, (laughs) How much do you need, son? Uh... Oh my god, I have no idea how much to ask for. I'm not going to tell you how much to ask for. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Do you need, like, other potions that we don't have right now? Do you need potions that I can make for you? Um, uh, do you need supplies? Do you need magical stuff? I, You know, we're kind of keeping our eyes open for more potion supplies and magical stuff. Okay. Uh, but... I do have this recipe, and I'll write it down for him for the enlarged potion. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as you as you write it down and hand it to him, he's like, "Oh, this is Helena's recipe. Okay, I know how to make yeah. this." Uh, you know, if you'd like, and he I immediately mind... starts combining shit. Okay, I definitely <laughs> would like a, a few of those because that uh, that big, you know, Minotaur guy when he gets nice and big, he's pretty scary. Oh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Wildborn, yeah, was it? Foo, yeah, mm-hmm, Foostar. Mm, yeah. Oh, boy, that'd be pretty scary. Yeah, you know, I've seen him crush people with a single blow, so it's um, it's a lot. I mean, with that with that big old hammer he's got, I imagine mm-hmm. so. Yeah, be like a watermelon. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. All right, and he just keeps mixing. Um, says, uh, um... Oh, sorry, sorry. Yep, one track mind. And he digs back <laughs> into his bag. Um, and he, he pulls out uh, another, uh, another like, uh, like a drawstring bag that is very heavy. And he mm-hmm. opens it, and you see it is just full of platinum. And he oh starts God. he starts digging through it. And he's just like, okay, one, two, two, two. Uh, let's say, uh, how's a uh, how's, uh, hundred platinum sound? You know, that should do me for a while. Okay, here you go, bud. Oh, thanks so much. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm trying to... Uh, did I get any other potion recipes that I can share with you? Uh, no. No, still working on some more healing, some more potion recipes, but we're getting there. Well, I mean, this enlarged one's already pretty, pretty good. Uh, last time I checked in with Helena, she was still working on this, so this is actually a nice addition. Uh, mm -hmm. It has some really specific uses in, like, uh, I mean, back home, people are asking about this kind of potion all the time to help with things like construction projects and, like, shipbuilding, because it's way oh, yeah. easier to move that stuff around if you're, no you know, four, 40 feet tall. Yeah, you know, that's fair. It's, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's sure um, true. And he just keeps mixing and mixing. He's like, uh, so how many of these do you need? Um, I'm also... I'm pretty sure I bought out a lot of more uh, expensive potion supplies in town, but you can still check there. If you need any extra, you just let me know. I'll hand over whatever you need. Uh, the only thing I was going to buy as far as supplies go was like uh, uh, healing potion supplies. Oh, okay. And he just opens his bag again, and he just pulls out several different like little little bags and jars, and he's like... Uh, this should do it for about five. How about that? Oh my god. Okay. Um, hang on. I've got enough. Rich parents! I know. Two... Okay. That'll give me... Uh, uh, now I have enough to make nine of them. Jesus. Um, oh like, just, just hand me back a few of those coins if you would. Uh, yeah, sure. I give him ten of the platinum coins. That's fine. Okay. So now you have 900 gold. Uh, yeah, but I'm still, I'm over a thousand. That's the yeah. important part. Um, so yeah, you know, that should do it for me. Uh, I did find some, uh, some silver birch bark, if you have any use for that sort of thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, I give him the pound of silver birch bark. Oh, this is going to last me all year. Oh, he uh, puts that in his bag. I also made something that I'm not sure if it's something we'd sell at the store necessarily, but I wanted to show it to you anyway, because I feel like you'd appreciate it. And I take out one of the magical horse bombs <laughs> and sit it on the table. Okay, what's this do? So what you got here is your standard toy horse <laughs> with a bomb strapped to its back. <laughs> So like you it's made a, it's a it's an equine kamikaze. That is amazing. <laughs> so you just kind of wind it up and you let it go, and one minute later it blows people up. Oh my god! It's like a Rayfurian horse, mm -hmm. as opposed to a Trojan horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's. A, I don't know if we can sell that, but no, probably not. But I just wanted to show you anyway. But that's a that's a good idea. Uh, hmm. And he starts writing on a little notepad. I have one last thing for you to take a look at. Yeah. But I, this one, no jokes aside, this one is very dangerous. I'm sorry, one more time? Uh, jokes aside, this one is really dangerous, so I need you to be extra careful, okay? Okay. I take out one of the vials of the Morning Glory blood. Of the Almadam blood. Okay. Like, so, here's the thing. Uh, if this stuff, this stuff is very 
cold. It will cause cold uh, damage to people. Hold on, I gotta check my notes. Take out my book and start looking through my notes. Uh, okay. So, it, uh, when it touches water, it can cause problems. It'll cause it to freeze instantly. If it touches the air, it'll cause it freeze instantly. Um, if blood touches it, it will automatically start growing an Almatum plant that will kill everybody in sight. Okay, you're not going to open that, are you? No, not right now. Uh, okay. And um, um, I actually tasted it once, and thankfully I didn't um, die. But, yeah, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I know, but still, I wish you would have waited to test that till I was around or something. Well, we're on the road, you know. Uh, so <laughs> I see what you can do with it. Um, just do not get it anywhere near blood, and don't put it in the ground. Uh, don't put it in your body. Don't, you know, don't breathe it in. Hold on, I have to sing. Uh... Don't look directly into it for too long. Yeah, <laughs> don't look it in the eye. It's like, so, what What plant does this come from? Uh, the Almatum plant. So this is... Uh, this is what's this... killing the Awas tree. But this is permafrost sap, right? Uh, sure. I think that's what comes out of an all-modern plant. Uh, uh, but the thing is, is the plant that this came out of is under the plant growth spell, so it's got some oh. extra abilities. Okay, that makes that makes sense. Um, it's a little on the vicious side. Well, uh, you know, um, I don't think I would try to make it right now, but, you know, this actually does have some medicinal uses whenever it's, you know, not out of control. Mm. Um, you know, uh, you know how we make those, like, uh, salves and such for people with, like, aching joints and arthritis and whatnot? Mm -hmm. This is a really Oh, yeah, the thing. old, uh, what, it, what is that called? Um, it's the... Icy Hot? No, I, I can't remember his name. Uh, Ben. Oh yeah, Ben is the Ben Gay. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, something similar to that. Except when you add this stuff in, you know, when it's not crazy, uh, it actually does quite the treat. Uh, people down here in Frosthold have been using it for a long time, mm. but it's probably not safe to use right now. Yeah, I don't know if there's a way for you to synthesize more of it that's maybe a little less vicious. Uh, it's hard to recreate this stuff because it's kind of a partially magical effect. Hmm. Uh, but I'll, I'll see if I can maybe make it safe and see if I can use it. But uh, If you can figure out a way to make it safe, let Mr. Altera know. Okay. Because this is, uh, this is killing the Awas tree and they want to fix that right quick. I might... Uh... You guys have talked to Aubrey Selbin, right? Yeah. I think I might, uh, if we have a chance, I might go talk to him because he has like a sealed like lab that I can use. Oh, yeah, um, I've been there. Oh, perfect. Yeah. He has uh, like, uh, what are they called? Like uh, really like clean, sealed off rooms that you can study this kind of stuff uh, oh, safely okay. in. Uh, I still need to build one back home. Uh, mm -hmm. That'll be that'll be Ma's next project. Ah. She's anyway. quite the builder. 
yeah i'll i'll uh, take a look at this when once i can get to a safe place with it but till then uh i'll uh, i'll mix up a few more of those uh enlarged potions for you and uh you have fun with your friends okay we're gonna go shop and have a good time okay oh uh bring me back like bring me back like a badger claw oh yeah of course or a bear claw i don't care what kind of claw just a claw like an actual badger claw or like a like a donut like a donut oh okay you know what a grizzly claw is no i know but you never know i you know we were talking about drugs i don't know if you're making something i'm a mercaptera <laughs> bacon runs in our blood bacon baking <laughs> oh bacon but also, but also bacon yeah okay like, that's right. just the midwestern yeah you just yeah. cut them open it smells like breakfast oh. uh, uh, okay so you be careful and i look up at the bird in the ceiling and i'm like good thinking wilma and then i keep walking yeah and he just goes back to all his is uh, mixing. So you all meet up uh, at the dock. That was the most ridiculous conversation. Um, we always talk longer than I expect we're going to. <laughs> yeah, Midwestern goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you all get back there to uh, where your boat is moored. And uh, being that you've made your way across once before, I'm not going to make you roll it again. Um, so with Magda, the proven sailor, apparently, at the helm, uh, you head back across Gungnir Lake to the docks at Fallside. Uh, let me scoot you guys back to the Mana's map. Uh, Mana's. We're going to go save big money at Mana's. Yep. Shut up. Mana's. <laughs> Um, I will say, uh, as you guys go across, um, (laughs) stop it. (laughs) I will say that to your right, um, you see where the, um, the Castra river splits through, uh, Manas, uh, you see this, uh, Southeastern section here is completely devoid of any activity it looks abandoned oh camp Mahler. yeah mm-hmm. but it just it you guys notice it um mm. and you head into false side uh and uh you have uh most of the shopping is going to be in uh shorner but there's a few other things in like old manas um Basically, anything alt- near Altera Hall is going to be shoppy and in this market space. So, who wants to go first? What are you looking for? Magda's just tagging along, so I don't have anything specifically that I need. So, I would like to look for a magic shop. Now, let me clarify. I do not mean I want to look for a shop that has magic items for oh. purchase. I mean, okay. I want to find a magic shop, as in, like, practical magic tricks. Oh, like, 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 card tricks? Like pen and teller like, shit? Yeah, oh my exactly. God. That is hard to find. Um, give me an Who needs that when you have actual check. magic? <laughs> Fourteen. Oh, 
14. 14. Um, there is not a dedicated mundane magic shop, because that's what this would be. Um, but you do find a, kind of an odd little specialty store that does sell magic items, but they also have like a lot of stuff for kids and like uh, sort of novelty items. Um, it's uh, it's just this little kind of hole in the wall shop in uh, like mid Shorner and like off a off a little side street. Um, it has this really garish like purple sign with uh, silver lettering or sorry, gold lettering. Um, and you can see all these square shelves inside with uh, everything from crystals to like miniature, like brass cauldrons to actual magic items inside. And it is labeled Sundrake Sundries and Strangeness. Hey. Oh no. Hey. Oh, I bet no one knows who these people are. Yeah. So what I am looking for because this doesn't seem like the kind of town where I'd be able to find a place that will just sell these things regularly. Is I'm looking for the necessary supplies to put together my own thieves tools and my own forgery kit. Yeah, I knew you were getting at that. Yeah. Uh, if I okay. have to take and borrow from like different elements of things that I have to buy, yeah. I have no issue with that. Yeah, uh... So do you do you want to try this shop? I, I I'll start here. Okay. Um, I'm so yeah. going in that shop. <laughs> <laughs> you uh you step in and you hear a little ding 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 uh, over the door, uh, but then you immediately hear a bunch of like little chirps going along the wall. Uh, there's nobody currently in here, but as you walk in and this sound goes through, a door behind the counter just bursts open and you see the most overdone, just too much uh, drow woman stick her head out with this long, like, flop of silver hair, nose ring that has the chain that connects to her ear, um, beautiful, like, Indian-style jewelry everywhere, just draped in gold and silver. Um, but you also notice that she has horns curling back from her head, like, ram-style horns. So she's part tiefling. Interesting. Um, and she sticks her head out and she says, yes, hello. It's um, Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sundrake Sundries. Oh, hello! Uh, and and she <laughs> she steps through this door and you see her in this beautiful, like long um I believe they're called a sari, uh like Indian draped dress. Um and uh she's she's a little bit bigger of a woman, very, very curvy and voluptuous, like uh but not too much so. She's very she just glows. Like, she looks like she's having the time of her life. Um, and she's very flamboyant. She just goes through with her hands up, and, and she's just like, Welcome, darling. How can I help you? Well, I... <clears throat> Excuse me, there is something in my throat. Um, I am here uh, as a, a purveyor of magic. Oh, you've changed your accent. I hear yes, it. I have. <laughs> and uh, well, 
I, I myself like to practice some of the more mundane aspects of magic as well as the arcane. And was just uh, taking a look around your shop to see if I might find some, some items that I can add to my own arsenal, we'll say. Are you an entertainer? Sometimes. Oh, oh, mystery. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. My name is Mishek. Uh, Mishek Rowanen. It's very nice to meet you. Oh, Rowanen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, like, offers a hand, but she's also waiting for your name. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you can call me Gerald. Oh. Gerald. Oh, um, we're gonna go with like Thanksgiving or something. No, 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 no. Um, and uh, she nods and she says, "Well, um, there are a few things in here you might be interested in." Um, and she goes over to one of the shelves where you see, um, it's lined with all different types of decks of cards. Uh, some of them are tarot cards. Some of them are uh, oracle cards. Some of them are just like really beautifully made playing card decks uh, that may or may not be enchanted, you don't know. Um, she says, we have a number of uh, sort of cards that you can use for all sorts of things. Uh, we also have, uh, if you're interested in being showy with some of your tricks, we do have uh, like little cups that you can do, like the cup and ball trick if with if you so choose. Um, we do have some wands, some of which are not enchanted, if you're interested in those. Well, uh, how about this? It, I, I don't mind if it's for children, per se. Any Anything can be used to make great magic. Um, anything for, like, escape artists, maybe, like... Something to undo cuffs, like the the fake kind, or trick locks, anything like that. Make a persuasion check. Ooh, I'm good at those. I feel like why this is going on, Noah's like leaning over. He's like, "Are you okay? Do you you sound weird?" That's I'm backwards. Me. That is a nat twenty for a twenty-seven. Ooh. All right, she says, "Oh, I yes, actually, uh." I also elbow, very, very subtly elbow Noah when he asks that. Okay, all um, right. She says, okay. uh, one moment. And she turns and she goes, Mikhail! And she just runs into the back room. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you hear, you hear very fast-paced, uh, very fast-paced draconic start going in, in the back room, which sounds similar to Russian. Mm. Um and you hear this very like deep, like gravelly voice that it sounds like like almost like their voice was ruined or they screamed themselves hoarse or something, but they're just talking very loudly and it sounds angry, but also like it Russian sounds angry. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get at. But it sounds like they're just fine. Um and eventually uh the door reopens and a pure white dragonborn sticks his head out and you see like this long dark beard and like a dark uh mane down his back um he's dressed much more modestly than uh mishik uh just sort of basic uh 
almost like Mongolian style, like wrapped clothing with a tied belt on it. Um, and he, he sticks his head out and he says, uh, someone is looking for lockpicks. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Sorry, it was just very direct. Yeah, he just says it. <laughs> uh, do you do you sell those here? I might. What are you using them for? To pick locks. Well, <laughs> and you you hear him like get get like smacked on the back a little bit, and you hear Andraconic. She says something to him, and he's just like, "Okay, okay, one second. And he goes back into the back, and eventually he comes out with a like leather roll of essentially thieves' tools. And he sets them, he sort of drops them on the counter. Uh, he's like, okay, lockpicks. Uh, what else do you need? This, just so I'm reading the situation right, this doesn't seem like the kind of shop that would sell lockpicks, right? No, not <laughs> at all. Um, actually, give me a perception check, just because okay. I'm curious. That was not so good. Uh, that it was is not good. Not good. Uh, I will give you what the actual number is. Oh, my perception's not too bad. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Hold on, I gotta find something. Uh, I'm just cycling through accents. Um, <laughs> you uh, you would notice mostly because you are paranoid as fuck about some of this shit. Um, you notice he has a very small tattoo at the base of his neck that is uh, crossed X's with a circle in the center of it. And it looks strikingly similar to one of the symbols you have in your notes. Which would be the friendly one. It would. It sure would. Um... I am going to Yes, the um I'm also uh inquiring if you would have any sort of uh tools I could use to replicate certain documents of authenticity um yeah, purely You're for being very oh you mean purposes. like a forgery kit uh the <laughs> dragonborn the dragonborn kind of narrows his eyes at you and says do you take me for a fool no i'd take you for a friend and he smiles hmm. uh, mishik and he says something in draconic to her and she's like fine and she goes into the back and closes the door and he leans over the counter and he's like uh what is your name friend before i answer can i insight check this guy does he seem sure. like he okay go for it i know these people 12 plus 4 16 16 yep. um he does not recognize you um that's very clear uh he seems intrigued and even 
he doesn't this is not a person who displays happiness very much but there is like like a ooh one of my people kind of thing about him um but yeah and as he leans over you see that he very subtly hooks his thumb on a silver chain around his neck and pulls out a pendant that has a bind rune on it you would recognize it as the uh, MB uh, bind rune. The one that you have in your notes. Would be Mana's Burkana. Um... I just saw the terror. Yeah. <laughs> if it's all the same to you, friend, um, for both of our safeties, that's something I'd like to keep to myself. What are you in trouble with? That's a good question. All right. Hold on one second. Okay. And he turns and he opens up the uh, the door behind him and he reaches through to grab something. Um, and he comes back and he sets down a notepad on the desk in front of him. And he writes out uh, in front of you he puts down the protected symbol and he writes uh, he writes his own bind rune. He's not speaking at all. None of you know what he's doing uh, except for Christmas. Hold on, I gotta check my letters real quick. Okay. I have your like your shadow marks thing in front of me right now. Yeah, you're good. What are you doing, Ash? Just like swaying oh, back and forth. Okay. That, what are you doing? I'm standing, so You're like I can't stand thing. still. I can't well, help I, it. I can't either. I'm just kind of like. She's just vibing. I'm just yeah. vibing. Straight vibe. Oh, I didn't get to show off my my Mothman shirt that I got. Oh, it's the Mothman. Okay. It's cute. Um, it's cute. I'll write my own bind rune down. Do you give him the correct one? Yep. Not that you know any others that are incorrect, but right. yeah. Um, and he he looks down at it and his brows furrow and then he looks at you and sort of leans in a little closer. I will. I didn't say this earlier, but it would have been uh -huh. part of my disguise kit. I'll lean in a little bit and I'll just take the one green contact lens that's over my blue eye mm -hmm. and move it a little bit to the side to reveal that the the mismatched uh, irises. Oh, shit. Oh, my friend, you are in trouble. Well, 
um, I, uh, what was, what was your name again? And you can tell he's not asking for your name. He's asking for a cover. Right. Ah, oh, shit. What was the name I gave earlier? You said Gerald. <laughs> That's right, Gerald. Yeah. Uh, my name is Gerald. Understood. Um, and he uh, he crouches down behind the counter, and you hear him like messing with a bunch of things. Uh, and he pulls out a little case uh, that looks like it's seen plenty of use. Uh, but as he pops it open, you can see it has uh, a lot of like transparent, like uh, tracing paper in it. It has a number of quills, charcoal, ink, um, basically anything that you might need to copy and forge a letter, including a kit for copying wax seals. Um, and he shows it to you and closes it and puts the thieves tools on top of it. And he slides it over to you. He says, you, I did not see you. You did not see me. I was never here. Indeed. Tell Sala I said hello. How much do I owe you? Take it. That doesn't bode well. Well, can you get things here for free? Not for you, no. <laughs> oh, you don't have samples? <laughs> samples of what? Perfume? I don't know. What do you got samples of? Vishak, they're actual customers. And he walks back into the back room and she comes back out. Oh She's God. like, what can I interest you in? Oh, is it my turn now? Yes. Uh, you know, what do you got that's like super magical and really dangerous? Magical and dangerous. Uh, yeah, and just anything. Just pile it on the counter. I'll take a look. Well, it depends. What kind of danger are you interested? The uh, the fun kind or the uh, actual killing people kind? Yes. Okay. And she goes and starts gathering things off shelves. Um, she will lay before you uh, a, a silver hollow tube that is etched with beautiful, uh, just beautiful imagery, um, sort of uh, Baroque style uh, engraving on it. Um, she will put a pair of very gently pink potions down on the counter in front of you. Um, and and uh, no, like, like transparent, almost glittery. Uh, and uh, she will also put a small, uh, like, hand size. It looks like it's made out of a gourd, a uh, little jug down as well. Okay. Uh, so what do these things do? And so uh, this, uh, this tube is, um, well, let me show you. And she, she pulls... Uh, a little uh, loop of leather out of the tube and then she ties it around the middle and she starts whirling it around and it catches the wind and makes this really interesting uh, sort of musical sound to it that just sort of, it's almost like listening to uh, uh, a keyboardist go up and down the board. Mm. Um, okay. Says this. Uh, it sounds like the opening you... to Final Fantasy. <laughs> 
a little bit, but windy. No, I'm very and very fast. Uh, windy, windy, fucking windy. Uh, Oh, says um this uh if you actually uh activate the uh the enchantment on it um this will terrify all animals mm. almost okay it may not work so well on dire animals but sometimes it works sometimes it works it's very useful for if you're uh, surrounded or you know you're out hunting and you have an accident or you know whatever uh, it works okay. on uh, beasts it works on fake creatures uh, non sentient ones mind you oh, okay. um it works on uh, demons it's I haven't tested it yet to see if it works on devils, but I think it does. Um, but it's just, it's a little, uh, oh shit button, basically. Oh, okay. And she puts that down, puts the leather loop back inside of it. Um, the uh, little, like, gorge pot that she brought out she says, this is, it is enchanted, uh, but the actual effect is... A little bit random. Um, this is a very rare sort of wine that has been uh, enchanted, and when you drink it, it will do something fun. Okay. Uh, it's nothing harmful, nothing permanent, but it will do things like um, change your hair different colors. It will make you leave trails of glitter. It will uh, just fun little party tricks. Mm. Uh, these are very popular with uh, bachelorette parties. And she oh, puts yeah. that down. I can uh, imagine. And the uh, two potions, she says, now, these, you can use them in a pair if you like, but sometimes it's not necessary. Um, these are for, you know, fun. Lots of fun all night. Oh, that kind of fun, eh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh Jesus! Uh, I can um I can personally bet that they work very well. Oh great! Uh, you know I am happy for you. Um. <laughs> uh, so I heard you say something about wands. Like, do you have wands? Oh here? yes, yes, yes. And she pulls a uh like this like drawer shelf out from under the uh the counter, and there is uh like 10 different wands but only some of them are enchanted the other ones look like they're either ready to enchant or she's working on them she says um currently i have three that are not spoken for uh this one is a magic missile uh it has uh it has one charge per day uh though each dawn it's sort of a 50 50 if it recharges um it's useful as uh, backup. Um, this one, and she pulls... Uh, the, the first one is sort of a standard black wand with, like, little blue stripes spiraling, spiraling up it. Uh, the second one looks like it was made out of just a tree root it, that was vaguely shaped as a wand. Uh, says this one is... Uh, I think this one is more useful to people who are normally not casters. Uh, this is... Uh, will give you the ability to grow little things. Um, uh, and as she describes it, it's it's a wand of druid craft. It is meant for people who cannot ah. cast. Okay. Um, 
She says, and this last one, this one is a bit on the dangerous side. Um, this is a wand of silence. Um, people get very, uh, unless they know it's coming, they get very violent when you use this on them because people do not like to be silenced. Uh, but uh, this this also has one charge uh, per per week. Mm. Uh, so the uh, magic missiles one charge per week, or uh, magic missile one is one charge per day, but it's a fifty-fifty if it recharges at dawn. Okay. Um. So. And then yeah. the wand of druid craft is just once per day. It's a cantrip, yeah. Oh, it's a cantrip. Okay. Is it only once per day, or is it just whenever? Because it's a cantrip? whenever, because it's a cantrip. Okay. Uh, yeah. How much are the the magic missile one and the druid craft one? Uh, the druid craft uh, craft we've actually been. We've been trying to get rid of it for a while. Um, oh, so a discount is what I'm hearing. Oh, I suppose. Uh, you've <laughs> twisted my arm. Um, oh, boy. I, I can let this one go for a hundred gold. Okay. Uh, and as for the magic missile, I could let that one go for, let's say, 200 because it is limited use. Okay. And uh, what if I took both? And also bolts. gave you my name. 250. Oh, why is it extra? Oh, never no, mind. So no, that's less. Yeah. yeah. It's canon. No, I can't do math. <laughs> like, that's bad for an alchemist. Uh, no, I know. No. <laughs> um, okay, you know what? You got yourself a deal. Oh, okay. And she takes out the wands and very, very... <sighs> It's so overdone. She like wraps them up in like nice paper and like puts mm-hmm. them into these little, this cute little bag. And she also includes like wand sheaths with it, which is like a little Ooh. leather, little leather, uh, almost like a frog for swords. Like, you know what a frog uh-huh. is, right? Yes, I do. Um, it, it's like that, but for a wand. It's like, it's just like a toad, except it's different. God um, damn it. I know. Uh, Sword so frog. You- do you, uh, my name is, uh, Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Virago, and you get four names for the price of one. I will remember that. How long are you staying in town? Oh, no. Insight check. <laughs> what do you want to know? What does she mean by that? <laughs> what do you want to, yeah, uh, go ahead. Oh, she that's has a patchwork coming up. Oh. Uh, no idea. She is a lovely friendly woman um, who just yeah can i roll an insight check on that okay go ahead i'm gonna insight check everyone okay (laughs) that is a two so that is marginally better for a six she is a lovely friendly woman (laughs) does anybody else want to insight check that no. I don't know if I'm there. I assume you're all there. Oh, okay. Uh, sure. Why not? Oh, I'm gonna God. give Magda advantage. Okay. Of course. Because you're a woman. Oh my God. What? It's not good. What? Um, Even with advantage? Yeah, I rolled a six and a three, so it's uh, it's, it's eleven. Okay. Uh. 
it's obvious enough to you. She's like leaning further over the counter, like cleavage showing, and you see her <laughs> tracing the top of one of those little love potions with one finger as she's looking at Noah. I, uh, you know, or I think we're gonna be here for a few days. I'm looking her directly in the eye the whole time, uh, <laughs> just like totally ignoring it. It's like, oh, you know, we're gonna be here for a few days. We're working with Mister Altera, and we're like doing some oh. stuff. So yeah, you know, we're doing things. Very important people, I suppose. Uh, well, you know, if you have any free time in the evenings, let me know. Uh, what are we gonna be doing? Are we like, what is there like, like? A... now am I catching on what she's getting at? I don't know, are you? I don't know, am I? You have to pay you know, extra money for that information, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm not gonna be like, ah, uh, you know, we'll see. I'm not sure what all we're gonna be doing, but uh, we, you know, got some things to do. Some well, potions to make and businesses to run. And... Well, I will be here. Okay. Uh, cool. Well, thank you for the uh, the wands. And do you know where we can get some donuts by chance? And she's she kind of just like pulled out of her like moment. She's like, oh shit, he doesn't realize. Uh, she's like, uh, uh, yes. Uh, if you go out into the main market, there is some. Um, there are a few vendors around from the local bakeries, or if you want to go to the bakery itself, um, she points out the window. She says, go down to the next right and uh, turn and you will see it right away. It is a white building. Oh, perfect. Okay. Well, I wish you have a good day and, you know, hopefully you do lots of, lots of uh, business and uh, we'll see you later. Oh dear. Magda is just kind of like chuckling, like looking at Lorcan, like, do you see this? Lorcan's like... just like mm. um, <laughs> But uh yeah, the, the she gets it that Noah has no idea and you see her interest go away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like he's too pure. <laughs> Um, yep. but, uh, anyone else have anything they want to do? Because Lorcan does want to look through some stuff here. He's currently perusing. I just have a couple questions. Mm-hmm. So I do speak Draconic. Oh, um, shit. Okay. Did I get a name for the white dragonborn? Uh, yes. She called him Mikhail. You do not know what the B stands for. That's okay. And then, can I get the name of the shop one more time? Uh, it is Sundrake, one word. Uh, sundries and Strangeness. It sure is. There are many locations there in the world. There are several. Um, actually, Christmas would know this uh, because of where you're from. You would have seen one of these shops before. Okay. Um, the Sundrake, Sundries, and Strangeness, or just Sundrake, Sundries, as it's usually called, uh, is a sort of, uh, it usually rides the line between, uh, enchantment, uh, magical item, antique, uh, novelty, and, uh, sometimes even, like, wizard stationery shop, uh, but there are several locations all over the world, uh, 
And usually every shop is run by a member of the Rowanan family, which Meshek is. Okay. Um, the notepad that we wrote the bind runes down on? Uh-huh. I'm assuming he took that back? Uh, yes, he did. Okay, good. Anything else? Uh, yes. Yeah, so um, are there any novelty black tricorn pirate hats? Not <laughs> here. This is this is not a milliner. All right, gotcha. We're gonna have to find a hat store. Got it. Okay. Um, yes, Magda. So this is this is now, more just like a. Hold magical... on one second. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Taylor's gonna go on a haberdasher. Haberdashery. A haberdasher no. <laughs> is a person who makes men's accessories. A milliner makes hats. We had this discussion oh. last campaign. <laughs> mm-hmm. Multiple times. Uh-huh. I know that not be- not necessarily just because of that campaign, but because of Hollow's Moving Castle. Yeah. Sophie is a milliner. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Yes. Anyway. Um, now I forgot what I was going to say. This is So this is more of like a magical item shop. It's not really for weapons or anything like that. You can yeah. find weapons here too. Um, not mm-hmm. Most of them are going to be at least mildly enchanted. Um, okay. But you can find a couple things in here. What are you looking for? Uh, okay. Well, I, I'll just go up to the guy. What? What were you going to say? No, I, if there's weapons here, then I want to check for those two. I didn't even oh, think to ask. Okay. Yeah, this well, is just magic items, and they've got a whole like back room. So if you don't see something, just ask for it. I'm just uh, gonna but, take out my Kasarigama and like put it on the counter and be like, I kind of I like this thing a lot. Yes. But I just wanted to know if I could beef it up a little bit. I don't know if there's anything. What would you like it to be able to do? Oh, I don't. What know. is this beef you speak of? Beef. What is uh, what is uh, what is this meat? Um, Rub some bacon grease on it. I guess I just want it to do more. Fuck people up a little bit more. Okay. Uh, so would you like to? Uh, there's a few ways of going about that. Um, one is if you uh, if you'd like it enchanted, we can do that. Um, that simple enchantments. Uh, well, it depends on the type. Uh, simple, small enchantments, just to sort of improve the the weight, the fit in your hand. Uh, even add elemental uh, properties to it. Um, that wouldn't take long. Maybe maybe a day. Um, but if you just want to improve the weapon itself physically, uh, I would actually recommend you go to a blacksmith. They can usually uh, figure out ways to make it lighter, make it sharper, uh, and personalize it for you if you so wish. Metagamey, I guess, but would would making it sharper and stuff would that give me more uh, damage on it? That's or? that's code speak for make it a masterwork item or a plus one item. Okay. Um, that would be something a blacksmith can do for you, but they can also do it magically if you so prefer. Okay. Um, I might talk to the blacksmith then. Or, um, uh, I can I can recommend a very good one. Uh, well, there are two in uh, in Manas. Uh, one of them is probably hurting for work right now. Um, 
We have uh, the one on the north end of town. Uh, they are uh, they're specialized in more tools, but being that this is a very this is an odd weapon. They would probably do well with it. Uh, the other is on the northern end of uh, Camp Mahler. Uh, since the Glacier Watch have left, they're probably needing orders. Uh, they specialize more in uh, your your usual weapons. I imagine either could work for you, but the one on the northern end is probably more your style. Okay. Okay, thank you. Of course. Appreciate it. Uh, just tell them uh, Mishek sent you. They'll take care of you. Okay. At hearing uh, things about weapons, uh, I, I pretty much just imagine like Fustrak's like bent over looking at a shelf and then his ears perk up and you just see this big cow head just like loom <laughs> over one of the shelves. And Mishek looks over, she's like, hello. He, he waves and he goes, how much, uh, how much is it for one of those uh, elemental enchantments? Uh, well, it depends on uh, what element you're interested in and uh, what sort of weapon you're working with. He just holds up the ball. <laughs> oh. Mikhail! And she just yells into the back again. <laughs> and the dragonborn sticks his head out. He's like, what? Oh. Okay. Um, and he steps out. And he's tall enough that he has to like duck through the door frame. Um, and she just starts speaking in rapid draconic to him. Again, sounds very angry, but it's not. Uh, Christmas would be able to understand that she's basically repeating what you've asked. And he, he nods and uh, motions for you to bring the mall over. Are the tabletops, like, do they have, like, a glass top or is it, like, a wood top? It's, it's like, a very, uh, like, wide piece of, like, butcher board on top of this counter. Okay, I want to make sure it wasn't glass because I do not want to <laughs> set this mall on that. Yeah. Uh, so I, like, very gently set it down on the table. And yeah, uh, and he he starts looking it over, and you can hear him mumbling to himself in draconic as he goes. Um, let's see, do 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 do. And I assume that he can read the engravings on it. Yes. Uh, he he looks it over, and at one point he reaches out and grabs the handle to flip it, and he's like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and he can yeah. he can do it it just takes him a second uh and he you can see he's reading the inscription down the handle and he says this is one of the most beautiful geary weapons i've ever seen where did you get this uh got it from a blacksmith over in tourist I may have to look into that. Um, uh, what uh, element are you interested in? I can manage. Uh, I can manage ice, fire, lightning. Uh, I can probably do radiant, necrotic. What would you like? I mean, given the inscription, I was trying to decide between lightning or fire. Well, 
if we're talking about Zarai uh, and for the inscription, uh, I think lightning would go well with the story on this hammer. I was kind of leaning that way myself. All right. Uh, I can manage that. Um, he he takes out a, a new, like, uh, like a receipt notepad from under the counter and starts writing. Um, says, I can add that for you. Hmm, how, how long do you have to wait for it? Uh, how long are you willing to wait for it? We'll likely be here a few days. Okay. Um, I can do this in two days. Uh, I don't have any current orders. Uh, for f- 500 gold? Ooh. That is uh, quite a bit more than what I currently have. How much can you afford? Uh, currently, uh, most I got right now is about 120. Hmm. I can... I don't really have anything that is that cheap that I can do for you. Um, you can probably get an upgrade for that and the favor at the blacksmith, but I don't think an enchantment is in your wheelhouse at this moment. Not currently, but uh, I have the feeling I'm going to be trying to do that at some point. Well, I am always here. I never fucking leave. <laughs> it, are you a prisoner here? Or? Practically, <laughs> yes. Blink twice if you need help. He does not blink. Okay. (laughs) No, it is not so bad. It's just busy. My wife is charismatic and she draws in a lot of people. How tall is he compared to me? He's about a Fustrak is six eight. He's oh, then he's taller than you. Uh, Ooh, Dragonborn and Atlaren top out around eight feet, so he's like seven and a half. Okay. Yeah, he's big boy. <laughs> Fustrak just picks up the hammer one handed again and puts it back on his back. <laughs> eh, what the show off? Listen, I'm live. <laughs> I work with my hands, not. Whatever you do. Anyway, uh, anything else I can do to help? Uh, with- oh, yeah. Let me, yeah. Uh, sorry, just got to cut in real quick. Um, do you have any enchanted shields by chance? Enchanted shields? Uh, let me let me check in the back. And he goes back through the door. Um, while he's doing that, Lorcan walks up to the counter. Uh, and Meshach, who is still there, just like listening and watching and occasionally saying something colorful and draconic to Mikhail. Uh, Lorcan walks up and leans on the counter in front of her and taps the two potions and says, how much for these? And she looks at him like, oh. <laughs> and she's like, I suppose I could part with them for uh, 150 gold, both of them. And he's like, done. And he slaps the money on the counter and just takes them and puts them in his bag and walks away. Oh, boy. 
You know, if you want me to take a look at those, I could replicate a couple. And he stops for a second, nods, keeps keeps going. He walks out of the shop. It's just going to be called Noah's Back Room. <laughs> uh, but eventually, uh, Mikhail returns, uh, and he sets this very uh, nicely made sort of uh, concave shield uh, on the counter. Um, it is fully uh, metal, but it's very thin, so it's not too heavy. Uh, also, it's enchanted, so it's even lighter. Uh, but it has uh, this imagery of what is very clearly like a Medusa on the front of it. Um, he says, uh, this one is... This one is good to go as is, though it technically I was planning to do a more uh, interesting uh, enchantment. Currently, this is just a basic enchanted shield. I was going to uh, give it a little extra oomph. Uh, what were you going to give it? I was going to make it so that if your enemy looks at it, they go blind. Ooh, how long would that take? Uh, well, if you are willing to pay for it, sort of an expedited uh, process, uh, I could probably have it done in two days. Uh, so right now it's just like a shield plus one or it's just a shield? It's a shield plus one. Okay, so it's a plus three to AC. Yes. Uh, how much is it currently and how much would it be after the fact? Uh, right now, I could part with it for 500 gold. Okay. Uh, after the blind enchantment, uh, I could probably... And he sort of looks over the group. He says, considering that you have brought us uh, quite a bit of business today, I could let it go for 1,000 gold. Hmm. What would you think about maybe uh, doing a little trade in there as well? What do you have to trade? Oh, you know, I've got, and I slap one of the horses on the table, I'm like, I've got a horse with a bomb on it. Uh. Uh, and he turns and looks at Meshach, and Meshach's just like, oh. He's like, <laughs> okay, we are interested. And I also, I take the berserker earring off, and I'm like, and I also have this berserker earring that will allow you to go into a rage once a day. May I see it? Uh, go for it. Yeah, and he takes it, and uh, you see him uh, reach into his shirt, and he pulls out this little pearl, and uh, his eyes okay. flash as he identifies it. He's like, oh. Oh, I'm sorry, my friend. This is not for me. Oh, okay. This Is, is... there something wrong with it? No, not at all, but it is not for me. It is for you. What does that mean? I don't really know, but it's for you. Okay. Uh, I'll keep it then, I suppose. Um, and can you remind me where you found that again? Or the Vern Tiarta gave it to him. Oh, oh shit, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I forgot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that on here. Uh, uh, the god deer gave it to me. Okay. Wow. I completely forgot. Sorry. Um, okay, so I've got horse bomb. I've got three horse bombs, if you'd like multiple horse bombs. Uh, I would say 
Well, this is not a magical item necessarily, um, but it is interesting. Uh, we could knock off uh, 25 gold each for the little horses. For the little horses? Little horses. Uh, the little I've, blue tiefling. <laughs> I've also got uh, this potion, and I put out the one that I made. That's the area of effect, the fog bomb. Okay. Um, he he takes that and uh, identifies it as well. He says, oh, that could actually be very useful. Um, there is... You put permafrost sap in this? I sure did. Is it safe? I don't know. I haven't used it. And he looks at Meshach and she's just like, <laughs> and she's like, okay. And he says, I'll take that for 50 gold. Hmm. So what we're down? We're down one twenty-five now. Yeah, if you want to sell all the horses. I also have a flask <laughs> of dryad fluff. What? Uh, yeah, you know, like the dryad body when they blow, they and you know, this is the stuff they're made of. And he takes it and looks at it. I'm just trying. I'm trying, you guys. <laughs> really want this shield. <laughs> Couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> says, um, a dryad. What kind of dryad? Uh, the kind that's on near the Awas tree. No, I don't want that. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'll keep that. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. What else do I have to sell? Uh, I have a potion of invisibility. I will buy that for 200 gold. Oh, geez. Um, okay. You know, what if I gave you 750 right now? Mm-hmm. And when it's done, I bring you the rest. I could agree with that, yes. Okay. I will give you 750 right now for the shield. And I'll keep all my horses. And he writes a little, like, note on his little pad, and he slaps it on top of the shield. All right. Done. All right. And I will, uh, I'll see you in a bit with the rest of it. All right. Two days. Done. Okay. That's all I need. Thank you. Anyone else? I'm going to go to the blacksmith, but... Do they have any, I I guess, if there's any other magic items that are, like, clothing, I might be interested. Hold on. I forgot about that earring. Yeah, like, the common like, slash wait, uncommon what? magic items. Uh... Like those magic the gathering cards. <laughs> yeah. I, get I brought you a black cards. lotus. Can I, yeah. can I get a magic Magic the Gathering deck? I saw somebody on TikTok that did something similar where they took a deck of illusions but gave the creatures in its stats and made it a Yu-Gi-Oh deck. Oh <laughs> uh, so there are two uh, cloaks that... or Well, there are three cloaks you might be interested in, but one is ridiculous. Uh, there's a cloak of billowing which billows <laughs> heroically. Uh, that's all it does. Uh, there is a uh, cloak of protection. 
Ooh, that's an expensive item. Uh, and there is a cloak of elven kind. Ooh. I don't think I'm going to be able to afford anything that's not the cloak of billowing, but what's the price on those? Uh, I would say the protection is going to run you probably about a thousand gold. Yeah, I don't have that. Uh, the cloak of elven kind is it's the same level of uncommon, so I'm going to say also a thousand for that. And the cloak of billowing only costs a hundred gold. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm good. Joke item. Yeah. Um. Excuse me. the The dramatic flourish is a very important thing for a magician. So. Yeah. uh, Yeah. No. I'm gonna buy that out of spite. Nope. I'm good. Um, I'm gonna. Would I not? What's a cloak of elven kind do? Uh, elven kind cloak bestows two gifts to its wearer: uh, perception and stealth. With the hood up. Your hearing is heightened, as is your ability to detect things in a variety of ways. Uh, so basically, it gives you advantage on perception and stuff. Uh, yeah, whenever you put the hood on. Yep. Oh, that's cool. So yes, we'll, we'll be coming back for that once we have actual money. There's also a cloak of many fashions. It's not in this shop, but... <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'm good. All right. You guys, head out. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, as you step out, you see Lorcan outside. Uh, just sort of... He, he hasn't gone very far, but he like has gone up the street a ways to look around, and he's coming back to look down the other street. You, uh, you okay, dude? Yeah, why? Just you uh, just seem a little uh, seem a little antsy and like you're hunting for something. And if I am, I don't know. Just wondering if maybe we can be of any help. Help you search for whatever you're looking for. I'm not sure any of you want to find the place I'm looking for. Any walks off. Oh. I do. I I personally, I might want to find the place he's looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say Christmas uh, knows well enough how to read people. Lorcan's looking for a brothel. Straight up. I think Magda doesn't quite get like what he's going for either. And, he, and she's kind of like, uh, what? Hold on. Wait up. <laughs> and and then he like stops. He's like, "Do you want to come too?" Well, where are you going? To the Feywild. That's what he's looking for. Remember? If you have those potions, everybody's gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Several times, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. He's so sore in the morning. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bring him up. What did Magda say? <laughs> Uh, she's like, well, uh, are you, well, I have to go to, you're not looking for a blacksmith shop, are you? Because that's what I'm looking for, so. No. Do you? Magda. What? Really? What? (laughs) You've been, like, across the world. You can't tell me you haven't, like, stopped in to have fun before, have you? 
Oh. Oh, that. No. Why not? It's legal. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite excuse. In case you haven't noticed, I mean, you know it's under here, so. Do you think they care about that kind of thing? I care about that kind of thing. It's fine. You know, Do I you don't need like to... any... Do you want me to find someone for you? No. What? That's I weird. Bet I, could, I bet I could find someone. What are, who are you interested weird. in? Men, uh, women, neither, both? I. We don't need to have this conversation at all. You know, I'm they've probably seen worse, too, just so you know. They almost certainly have. And if they're not going to be mad about you know, this, uh, and he points to his ears. Uh, they're not going to be mad at any of that. We shouldn't be talking about this in the middle of the goddamn street. You ever Why? heard of What syphilis? are you guys talking about over there? <laughs> We're talking about finding people to fuck, Noah. And syphilis. Oh, God. I feel like those two things are things you don't want to do at the same time. Magda, like, pulls her hat down a little bit further because she's getting, like, <laughs> super embarrassed. Um, but Lorcan's like, come on, what are you interested in? I'll find no, I don't want to, to... I'm not interested in doing that at all. It's... Oh, okay. Well, no, it's not that. It's just... I just... It's been... A it's long... Brand. It's been, uh, it's been a long time. Then this is the perfect opportunity. No, no, it's... I don't need to do that. It's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. How are you? <clears throat> um, kind of antsy, honestly. Okay. Um... I'm gonna go find a very beautiful someone. Don't care what. Um... And have fun. And I feel like you probably should do that at some point. Too. I... It's their job to do that stuff. You think they're going to care about how you look? And he turns and starts walking. Uh... And then down the street you hear, Find it! <laughs> <laughs> It's like Christmas, are you coming? Yeah, Christmas follows. He's or pulling the <laughs> yeah. whatever the fuck your name is. He's pulling the whiskey back out as he does this, just like downing it as yeah. he's going. As you at as this you point, do that, Christmas pulls... is definitely like Yeah. Yeah. He's happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as as you get over to him and he sees the bottle, he's like, Hey, me too, and he pulls out like a bottle of wine. Um, and you see uh, at the street corner, uh, there's this uh, four-story uh, building painted in uh, just this beautiful deep maroon color. All the windows full of over-dyed fabrics and curtains and all that. It is so painfully clearly a brothel. Um, but the outside of it... Uh, Oh god, what should I name this place? Uh, the best little whorehouse in Manaus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lumber yard. The Yumberlard. The Yumberlard. Uh, this one is called the Crusty Clamshell. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 
no, no, no. Oh my god. Uh, this one is called. Uh, I'll fake my fucking death after that. <laughs> uh, this one is called the Chased Cat. While we're moving towards like, it, wait, I'm gonna yell like, back. Like, 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 like chased is in no, like. Don't worry about it. Like chased as in not having sex. <laughs> That's hilarious. As it's as chased cat. As I'm following Lorcan, um, yeah. I would just be like, Noah, Fustrat, come on, you horny bastards. We gotta let's get this done. <laughs> let's get this done. <laughs> done. <laughs> oh God! And Jasper's uh, just standing next to Magna, going. Yeah, yeah, I, uh... I'm kind of I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to uh, hang back on this one. And Jasper looks up at Foostrack and is like, what are they doing? Oh, no. Uh, oh, they, no. They, they are they... going to find uh, some uh, carnal and intimate relations with uh, other individuals. I hate that carnal. <laughs> and, and Jasper's just like, you fucking said the crusty clamshell. I don't want to fucking hear it. He, he looks up at you. He's like, "Is that the thing normal people do?" Yeah, a lot of people do enjoy kind of like banging it out from time to time, <laughs> um, myself included. But um, I cannot ask my wife currently for uh, her approval before entering such an establishment. Fodra post is ah. a thing. Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, I have the feeling well, that that's going to go real well. fucking well. Hey, hey, baby, I haven't talked to you in a while. By the way, can I have sex with this prostitute? PTS can I just go PTS. out and do some fucking? <laughs> um, all right, so uh, fucking uh, Christmas and Lorcan take off to the the chased cat. Uh. I think Magda will hesitate, but she will, like, she'll look at Foostrock and be like, I'm just going to make sure that they're not going to get into trouble because... One of us. One of us. (laughs) One of us. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go in. They probably have really good... Uh, chicken wings, so it's it is, it is, you know, we'll say it is also really good. Yeah, it is also a bar, so if you don't want to fuck anybody, you can drink. I'm just gonna, Uh, I'm just gonna get day drunk. There we go. uh, I, I am sure that they are known for their uh spirits and buffet. Yeah, yeah, that's why they're tossed salad bar, if you will. (laughs) Yeah, they have a guy named Roman working back there. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, we will stop here for a break because we went way over break time. Uh, yeah. Let's come back at one forty-six, and we will talk about what kind of fun people you get involved with. Oh, oh boy. boy. Uh. All right. <laughs> All right. Jeez. Uh, We're going to break now, everybody. Goodbye. Sex pandas. Liberty gibbet. <laughs> Liberty bibberty. Ah, oh, hello. BDSM. <laughs> there you go. Yes, Prince Albert. Um. Anyway, hello, y'all. He's oh, the king of BDSM. No, he's the prince of BDSM. Oh, I'm sorry. Duh. King Philip <laughs> is the king of BDSM. Ah, uh, King Philip. Yes, of course. Mm. 
Spelled F-I-L-L. Everybody loves a good fill-up. That was the best off-cuff joke I've had all day. All right. Um. Anyway, uh, Christmas and Lorcan, and shortly followed by Magda, um, you guys head into the Chased Cat. Um. <clears throat> now, I should uh, preface I all of this by request. saying... Mm-hmm. I need the tavern <clears throat> owner to be named Kitty. No. Why? <laughs> because that's not who the owner is. The chase cat run by Kitty? Um, hold on one second. Uh... I also like the idea of it being chased like C-H-A-S-E-D. Sure, both work. I think I it's funny. I cannot believe this. What? Really? I brought a banana. Nice banana. Oh, yes, yes for the sex scene. No. <laughs> if you don't eat it all in one bite, I'm going to be very upset. No. I'm going to have to do it off screen. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of gagging, I actually God damn have a story. <laughs> Make Wait, sure it's what? safe for Twitch. It's totally safe. For the first time in years, I gagged yesterday, but it was with my toothbrush. <laughs> I just went, just went a little too deep. Like- that says a lot of things about your choice of men, apparently. <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised, but huh. you know some of them. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do Christmas. Cri- oh, shut up. Anyway. Christmas and Larkin. Wait, never mind. Walk into the brothel. So, uh, this brothel yeah, is more. This brothel is more than just a brothel. Um, this is one of those, like, sort of like the lavish chateau, where you go there for drinks, you can go there for food, you can go there for company, not necessarily sexual kind. You can go there to, like, play chess and debate with people, or you can go there to get fucked, whatever you want. Um, it is, it is, it is a social, it is a social experience (laughs) venue. (laughs) Chris Angel, mindfuck. Guys, stop it. We have limited time. I'm happy to spend all of it here. Um, uh, but Christmas and Lorcan, you guys walk in through the uh, front double doors, these beautifully carved uh, dark wooden doors, and you are greeted by uh, sort of a your classic tavern layout with like all the different tables and the long bar. Um, everything is draped in reds and purple. Yay. <clears throat> it's hard not to be a middle schooler when we're at a brothel. I believe uh, a little we, bit. <laughs> I believe we came back on the, the noise that uh, made. Where, where did we drop out? Do you know? Um, we were in a brothel, and uh, there were people playing chess, and the, the guy who's definitely the customer here uh, was getting yeah. his... His ass beat in chess. Yes. Yeah. And then you okay. describe, She's destroying him on the you, chess table and then later. Yep. Yeah. Then you uh, describe the, the person at the bar. Yeah. So she looks up, uh, sees Lorcan and Christmas and says, how can I help you, gentlemen? Go away, Titan. You're not in this. <clears throat> it's called the chase cat. <laughs> what are you doing, Christmas? you, Christmas. Oh, I apologize. Um, <laughs> I apologize. We are, yeah, I, I'm I've been drinking sorry. heavily. <laughs> I am um, going. Uh, 
Is it morning or afternoon? It's noon. It's neither. Noon. All right. Noon. Uh, we are here seeking your uh, most prestigious company. <laughs> and and the bartender kind of smiles and she says, uh, "Me personally." Uh, sure. <laughs> wow. All right. He's fucking hammered right now, guys. He is <laughs> absolutely she is hammered. Picky. She is, mind you, twelve feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> She's scary. Oh my god. Um, and Breaking Lorcan mama. Lorcan looks at you and is like, Alright, well, I hope you can walk later, Christmas. Um I mean, <clears throat> you in the what's the just the the establishment. <laughs> she she chuckles, she says, I understood what you meant. Uh would you I you probably already had enough, my friend. Would you like uh, something non-alcoholic, perhaps? Uh, a glass, glass of water. Oh, of course. And she like takes a jug out from under the counter and fills up a glass for you. And uh, Larkin gets just like a like a little like thing of wine, and uh, she leans over the bar cleavage on full display uh, because that's what today's about is cleavage. Um, Today and, brought to you by uh, the letter cleavage. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> she she looks at you first, Christmas, and she says, "So, uh, what sort of person are you interested in?" Um, he uh, so first he downs the water like it's a shot, <laughs> and then he she refills it, and then he starts filling the glass with his own whiskey while he's doing that. <laughs> All right. I'm 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 not I'm not picky. Alright. Um Did you... Magda come in here as well? I assume she's close behind. Yeah. I don't I'm not the one who's in, in um need of it as much as uh my friends here. And I'm gonna pull Magda closer. Uh, and the woman turns her sights on you uh, and she says and how can I help you? I am here for moral support. Oh, you like uh, to watch? No. What? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I like uh, where this is going. Uh-uh. Uh, I, I kind of like pull, push away from Christmas and I'm just like, I'm just trying to make sure he he behaves himself. Because he's obviously, like, you know. Mm. Apparently, I have a tendency of making a scene, and I will um, fall out of the the bar stool as I say that. And she leans over the counter. She's so tall that she can just lean out all the way. She's like, "Uh, I have a feeling he won't be very um, useful at the moment. Um... Why don't we? <laughs> she comes around the corner, uh, around the bar. She leans down. She just straight up picks him up, just bridal style, and takes him over to like a corner and sets him in a chair. Says, "Why don't you just calm down for a moment?" And she takes away the bottle. She's like, "And we'll we'll see about getting uh, you someone oh, shortly." That's not mine. It, <laughs> it's mine now, darling. Okay. And she comes back and sets the bottle down on the counter and uh, turns and looks at Lorcan. Says, uh, what are you interested in? And um, he 
he's sort of messing with uh, the glass that he has. And he says, um, I'm not terribly picky. Um, just make him pretty and a good talker. And she says, male, female, neither. Uh, woo, she turned Irish. Um, he says, I don't care. She's like, all right. And she turns back to Magda. <clears throat> um, I'm good. Just, uh, like, drink. Are you, are you shy, darling? Not shy. I'm not. I <clears throat> just not here for that. So, hmm. mm-hmm. would you prefer non-sexual company? I don't like company. Um, it. I'm good. I'm good. This this is all I need. That's if you fine. want, you can come sit by me and tell me not, how no. much of a terrible person I am. Some no, people I... are into that, I think, and it seems I... like you're kind of <laughs> just being <laughs> being mean to people. Oh my god! And um, she apologies to everybody in the BDSM. <laughs> yeah. oh my god. She she is just focused on Magda. She's very interested in like what's up with you. <clears throat> She's like, you know, I uh, I specialize in other things like conversation, massages, degradation. We have we have a bathhouse. How can I take care of you today? Uh, um, <laughs> I don't. Um, I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna go sit in the corner. <laughs> like, the opposite corner that, uh, yeah. Christmas is sitting in, just, like, sitting there with my little glass, just, like... Yeah, and she, she watches you go, just tapping her chin. You can see she is interested in you. She, if for nothing more than the fact that you hide everything. Um, but she nods to Lorcan and steps behind the bar, and, uh, before long, you see, uh... <clears throat> coming out with her uh, is this tall, slim, just gorgeous drow. Uh, Long, uh, white hair. uh, Skin has almost this purplish hue to it. Um, Dressed in uh, no no shirt. uh, Appears to be male presenting. uh, Sort of this draped uh, sash around uh, pair of trousers and then just like a shawl over his shoulders um and he steps out and sees Lorcan and smiles and steps over um within probably a minute of them just flirting back and forth with each other the drow just a little forcefully grabs Lorcan's arm and escorts him up the stairs <laughs> and Lorcan's just like bye Magda have fun. I will. Don't um, do anything stupid. Too late. Yeah, great. Yeah, he's gone. Um, <clears throat> uh, also, after a while, uh, a um, a sun elf uh, woman in sort of a uh, similarly drapey kind of sheer uh, outfit with like the, the halter around the chest and 
uh, a long skirt and like a draped shawl comes out and sits next to Christmas and like checks in with you. It's like, are you okay? Just need someone to be nice to me. <laughs> oh. oh my god! And as she reaches over and takes your hand and puts it in her lap, and she says, "What's your name?" I don't know. This is this is this is exactly the setting where Christmas has his mental breakdown is in a fucking brothel. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, a courtesan, perfect person because as long as you pay her, she won't care. Yeah. It's honestly less work to just listen. Yeah. She she she's just got your hand in between both of hers. Her she's this very like very slightly golden pale skin. Her hands are cool, which for you with your alcohol flush right now is kind of nice. Uh, but she just holds your hand. She says, "You don't know your name." No, I, I I thought I was someone that I wanted to be, but no one else seems to like that person. I don't know. <laughs> it's oh not God. funny. It's just heartbreaking. Um, no, it's funny. <laughs> it's a little because funny. of where it's happening. Right yeah, now. and um, she <laughs> says, "Why don't you come upstairs with me and we'll chat?" Okay. Okay. And she helps you to your feet and like has hold of your arm, uh, has hold of your arm with one hand and has like an arm looped around your waist. And she very gently escorts you up the stairs. Whether you get into anything or not is up to you. Uh, we'll think about it. Yeah. Um, but she is, she is definitely, all of the people here that work here are definitely more than just prostitutes they are socially adept people who know how to read their clients and give them whatever they need so she is comforting oh my god it's like it's like a like a mind body and soul like place got the whole thing it's holistic care yeah. Literally, literally, this entire place is based on Marion Lavore because she's not just a courtesan. Mm-hmm. Um, Titan, nobody, down, down, down. Thank you. Um, but uh, after a while, uh, Magda, uh, you're sitting just sort of huddled down in the corner, and uh, as things are a little slow at the time, uh, the bartender walks over to you, hmm. and she takes a chair and she sits in it backwards in front of you. Oh, she's the top. Yes, she is. (laughs) (laughs) He says, um, what's your name? Magda. My name is Gwyn. And she offers out a hand. I will shake it. She's huge. She's a geary. Her hand is massive. She's like, it may be presumptuous of me, but what are you doing wandering around with people like that? Uh, you all a... seem very mismatched. That's a good question. You haven't even seen the rest of us. Oh dear. I've got a minotaur and a kobold and a tiefling with us Ooh. too. A tiefling who I'm pretty sure is some sort of psychopath, but just hasn't like 
That tracks. Really, yeah. <laughs> Snapped yet. Uh... <laughs> A psychopath pre-snap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what brings you to Manas? Work. Well, what sort of work do you do? Uh, I'm a mercenary. I'm oh, kind of like show the badge. Oh, you're a proper mercenary. Uh, some would say, I guess. <laughs> well, that is, um, let's say, rank five badge, isn't it? I think so, right? Bronze is so. five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, five or uh. I know it's bronze. Yes, I'm pretty remember, sure. But... Um, but uh, <clears throat> she she smiles and reaches into her pocket and pulls out this like like flip wallet and shows you inside. She has a silver rank badge, Ooh. which is the second highest. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I appreciate that reaction. Yeah. What are you doing running a a a brothel all the way out here. If you uh, I um. Well, there is some work to be had out here occasionally, but um, I find myself enjoying working with people and making people happy more than I do killing them. I think that's uh, pretty noble. Uh, it's more selfish, really. I don't think making people happy is selfish. Well, it's not about necessarily making them happy all the time. It's about how I feel at the end of the day. <clears throat> Which... Just... Hmm? Uh, I was going to say that's just as important. And how about you? What do you specialize in? Or do you do just whatever needs to be done? Basically, I need money, so. Have you talked to the sergeant yet? Uh, was that... No, we just talked to the secretary, right? Yeah, you talked to yeah. Elder Court's daughter. Yeah, yeah, not yet. Uh, well? Just <clears throat> talked to the person who ran the office over there. Oh, Elder, yes. She's, she's lovely. Um, well... I do know that uh, the sergeant has been keeping an eye out for people for a recent bounty, but I'm sure you've already heard about that. Um, there's uh, some sort of killer going around chasing someone. Yeah, I heard. You're not interested? They said it's for upper ranks. They have asked me, and I told them I would keep an eye out if I saw somebody... Who is typing? That was really me. Loud. Sorry. That was so loud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you, uh, fuck, what was she saying? Uh, yeah, doesn't want to go catch the butcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I told them I would keep an eye out, but I really doubt that someone like that is going to come to a place like this. True. <laughs> yeah. I mean, surprised they would leave Constanos in the first place. It's just ripe hunting ground for mm -hmm. people. Well, 
people will do a lot to uh, chase down, uh, I assume for revenge. That's usually the, uh, the thing. But I do have a question for you. Okay. May I ask why you wear a mask? Uh, you may. I have. Uh, I'm not, um, I'm not well. Not contagious or anything, but, uh, it's not very pretty. So. Is that why you're so shy? It it just comes with the territory, I guess. But, but that means literally nothing. What do, what does that even mean? I I don't know. I'm not really a people person. You don't have to be a people person. Hmm. I promise this isn't me just trying to squeeze money out of you. I'm actually interested. Yeah. I used to be a people person a long time ago. I actually had a lot of friends and a nice life, I think. Uh, but uh, things change and once I got into the mercenary business, I didn't really have much use for friends, I guess. Um, or anybody, so. That sounds like a very lonely life. It's been okay. I don't believe you for a moment, Magda. I'm fine. I'm okay. Really, um... And she she leans in a little closer. And she says, "You look down when you say that." I look down when I say a lot of things. Uh, I have to. I okay. Listen, uh, I'm I'm not. Um, I'm, I've only ever dated uh, like men. Well, a man before. So like, I'm not. Then what a time to discover. I think maybe, um... Would you like to come upstairs with me? I don't think you really know how bad it is. It's... it's pretty bad. Do you want to show me and see if I go running screaming? Her expression does not change. 
That's just pot one. Oh. You are gorgeous. And she reaches out and she puts a hand on your opposite cheek from the, the scar. And she takes your hand with her other hand. Okay. Come upstairs. Okay. And she very gently pulls you out of your seat and escorts you upstairs by the hand. So nervous. <laughs> Faint luck. Um, you all may decide in your own minds what happens. Uh, Lorcan gets fucked. Um, Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Lorcan, Lorcan takes a while. He got those potions for a reason. Um, um, but I will say, without going into too much detail for Magda, um, Gwyn does not care a thing about the the uh, desiccation. Mm -hmm. In fact, she reminds you That's the whole time that she thinks you are beautiful. Oh. And it is as you said, your first time with a woman, so yeah. it's way better. <laughs> well, it's my first time with anyone besides... Oh, shit! Yeah. Besides what's-his-butt. Besides so. Cal, yeah. yeah. What's his um, name again? I can't what, remember now. You know? That was such yeah. a good night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but later on, uh, uh, Gwen walks back downstairs with you after making sure that you're, that you're relaxed and comfortable and you got all your stuff oh, back on. Aftercare. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, as you reach the bottom of the stairs, uh, you find uh, Christmas is already down here, a little more sober, uh, being plied with non-alcoholic drinks by a backup bartender. Uh, he would have taken a deep breath, gotten his shit together, yeah. and then when he was done, come back downstairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but as you come to the bottom of the stairs... Uh, Gwen turns to look at you. Do you have your mask back up? Yeah. Okay. Um, and she leans over, pushes your hat back, and kisses you on the forehead. Uh, thank, thank you. Is that proper <laughs> to say? It feels weird. You can uh. say whatever you like. Um, come back and see me again sometime. Okay. And she looks over toward Christmas, kind of chuckles, and she pats your shoulder as she goes toward the back room. She does not charge you. I knew that was a freebie. Fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> you give them a taste and then they come back. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> The end of this campaign is going to be Magda and Foostrock, and it's going to be How I Met Your Giant Mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Oh god, yeah. Can you imagine Magda, just like, how tall is Magda? Six, six feet. Almost six feet, yeah. Just okay. So literally so half literally size. twice the size yeah. of you. Yeah. Man. Yep. yep. 
Like, neither of you have to lay down for certain things. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think Magda can remain standing for most of <laughs> <laughs> Oh my um, god. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Gwen is yeah, Gwen is probably eleven, twelve feet tall. Uh but yeah. Anyway. Uh do you do you stick around with Christmas or do you take off? I guess we'd I'd wait for Lorcan. Okay. It's gonna uh, be a while. Um <laughs> After probably another half hour or so, uh, you hear you hear the familiar sound of Lorcan's boots uh, coming down the hall toward the stairs, um, and he just sort of skips down the stairs uh, on his own. He he left his his company back in uh, their room, uh, and he just comes down, sort of shoves his hands in his pockets, and he's got a little smile on his face. He says, "All right, I'm good to go. Let's. Uh, what are we doing anyway?" Uh, quick question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magda, do you, you read, you know Thuna, right? Mm-hmm. He's gonna reach into his bag and pull out the letter that, at this point, he's definitely found. Ah, yes. Uh, that letter. And oh. hand it to Magda. Hold on, one second. Uh, as I hand it to you as well, I'll say, please. Okay. I'm trying to be nice, okay? I'm trying to be nice. He's very, he's very fragile right now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Lorcan's partner charged him extra? For bringing those potions? No, um, just for taking longer and like maybe it was really strenuous. I don't know. I mean, you they do they do charge on time, so yeah. probably. Oh. Lorcan's partner is just a um, desiccated husk. Yeah, they're just laying there. They're like, oh my uh, god. <laughs> That yeah. was a full week's uh, worth of work in one afternoon. So for for the stream, for the people watching, uh, your benefit, uh, Christmas has handed Magda another letter that he discovered in his bag. Uh, it reads, I'm pretty sure he lost your trail, but be careful. He might know you're traveling with a group. If you're going where I think you're going, you should be okay for now. You would be better off going home. Even he doesn't know where that is. Only I do. I promise I'll come find you when he's gone. Hold on just a little longer. If GH contacts you, don't tell her you heard from me. I don't know if we can trust any of the old crew. I'm assuming this is the same person who sent you the other letter, then. It's the same handwriting. Who's GH? Don't know. Did I get Gwen's last name? No. Uh, I'm gonna go up to the bar. Uh, she's not there, right? It's just the- She went into the back room. Okay. Uh, I will go up to the the replacement bartender and Mm -hmm. just be like, uh, 
Can you tell me not to pry or anything, but I'm I'm a fellow mercenary of of hers, a a, a, co a co-worker, I guess. Sure. I also work for the the AMC. Uh, can I get her last name? Um, the person currently tending the bar, uh, as opposed to Geary, is a Goliath, uh, male. Um, shaved head, full beard, uh, very, very svelte and slim. Uh, he looks down at you, glances at the badge on your shoulder, says, uh, I don't actually know. We typically don't deal in last names. I can ask her. That, that's fine. Um, okay. Yeah, not not a problem. Bye. <laughs> I'll walk back over to Christmas. Well, I'm pretty sure that's not her. Her first name does start with a G, and I don't know her last name. But she doesn't seem like she was like a. Bandit? What What exactly? Like, are you part of some mafia or something? Or were part of mafia? Like, that's what it seems like. <laughs> the Feywild Mafia? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go around breaking people's kneecaps and, and yeah. whatever. I think I would... They're the O'Reilly's. They started a carriage parts store. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I worked with or for that um that quarry butcher. Oh boy. Oh. That's what I was trying to tell you earlier today. It's bad. Um, yeah. So, why do you want us to go after him, then? Because, honestly, this letter makes a lot more sense. You should stay away. Not get involved. If you were missing five years of your life and they were five years where you expected your life was going to be better than everything that came before it, wouldn't you want to remember or at least know what happened? Well, look at where you are now. You've got coal on your face and in your hair you're dead drunk in the middle of the day did your life really get that much better do you really want to remember what landed you here I think I do Maybe I'm just the curious type, but yeah, I do. If if that's what you want, I guess I can't tell you no. 
but if this is going to get too hairy, if it's going to endanger the rest, is it really a good idea? Will you come with me to the post office? Ah, uh, sure. Okay. Why? What are you gonna do? Send out for a magazine subscription? No. Um, yep. <laughs> I've I've realized something in receiving these notes. Um. This person that is sending me these, I think, cares about me an awful lot. And uh, from what I can tell, I used to care about her as well, quite dearly. She doesn't seem to know that I don't know anything. Aside from what I've just put together. And, uh... I think it's important that I tell her that. I mean, or you could get some more information from her. That's, yeah, that's why I would want to go to the post office. Yeah, I know. I just, sorry, I guess I'm just used to sending letters saying don't talk to me anymore, so. You even send letters for that? <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah. I'm self-destructive in many different mediums. Boy, I imagine if people had managed to put distance between you and them, they would want to try to keep that distance, but uh, I guess even Magda Renly has admirers and people that care about her. Yeah, at least one. And Larkin kind of very gently punches your shoulder, says, hey, no. Got a whole group of people that give a damn about you. Uh, it, whatever. Uh, yeah, I would try and send her something and say, if you need some money from Vodra Post or something, if you want to get some more immediate answers, then I can lend you some money, I guess. But I think. Right now, we get sorted what we need to with Altera. Maybe if you hear back, you can... We can maybe put it on the agenda if we need to meet up with her or something. I think that's a good idea. But again, we need to be careful about how dangerous this can all be. If you... I'm not... I'm not looking to... I mean, my whole goal here is to survive. I'm not looking to get myself killed over... I don't know. Whatever you have going on. I guess that's me too. I would like to survive this, but right now, I don't know who my enemy is. And that's what I want to know want to know who this man is 
If I do, I think it'll be easier for us to avoid him. Yeah, it's not that idea. Okay. Let's go get the others, I guess. Uh, where have the rest of you been during this time? Oh, I have plans. <laughs> um, All right. Well, you pick mushrooms in the street. I'm going to go get a drink. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so as soon as they go inside, I like look over at Fustrak and uh, Jasper and I'm like, so you guys want to go get some donuts? I was just going to sit over here on a bench and wait for him. <laughs> but honestly, donuts sound delightful. Well, how about you, Jasper? What is a donut? Oh, I knew you oh, were going to say that. Oh, you are the saddest little hey, creature I've ever what? met. I'm okay. not trying to be. I'm sorry. No, I know you're not. No, don't apologize for being sad. It's fine. Um, but I'm not sad. I'm actually having a wonderful time. That's He's going full part. Evan Kelp. <laughs> Yeah, that's the sad part. I'm um, having the best day of my life. This is the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> um, okay, so I heard there's a donut shop around here, and let's go get some donuts for the folks and for the Altera and for, you know, everybody else, because they're going to need some carb loading after they're done expending all that energy. Man, we got through about 10% of the shit I thought we were going to get through today. <laughs> yeah. We shopped a lot. We had to go get fucked. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, you head off to a nearby uh, bakery that was described to you. Mm. Uh, whereupon you find this uh, immaculately this immaculately clean uh, white building uh, that has black text uh, across the front of it that just says bakery. Uh, but there is oh. also there is also a hanging sign that is kind of ridiculous. It is a loaf of bread, like, hanging uh, with a mouse holding on to it, and then another mouse holding on to his tail, and another mouse holding on to his tail. And it is... Is uh, it the three blind mice bakery? No, they're not blind. Um, oh, well, the three C mice is... bakery? Let's see. What should I call it? Uh... The greedy rodent. Ooh. Oh, it has triple, to be something. Mouse. Has to be something that suits a bakery and makes it welcoming. The modest mouse bakery. Yes, modest mouse bakery. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Um, and uh, as you push the the sort of half glass, half wood door open, uh, uh, you see inside. This is a place run almost exclusively by Mercoptera and Halflings. Yes. Because I I'm knew going to be Mercoptera. I'm going full stereotype. Um, <laughs> but uh, you see, standing behind this uh, glass, uh, partially glass case. Uh, at the back that just like has a bunch of pies inside um, there is a uh, similar to your dad a flying fox uh, Mercoptera uh, who's currently like looking over a little notebook and then there's a little itty bitty like vampire bat Mercoptera who's like moving bread out to shelves and having to climb a little ladder to get up there um, and then uh, a couple halflings like going through the store cleaning uh, but the person who sort of catches your attention in all of this 
is someone who is almost too big to fit in here. Um, you at first think they're geary, but they're bigger. You see a probably 14 foot, uh, 14 foot person who has to like hunch down a, just a little bit. The ceilings are almost high enough. Uh, with long white hair, full white beard, uh, kind of sinewy, but also uh, muscly, long limbs uh, in sort of ratty uh, furs and hides, uh, just sort of standing in front of one of the counters with this basket in their hand and a little mercopter as loading it with bread that is the size of this person's like palm. Um, this is a Jotun. Oh. A proper giant. Um, and they're just standing there watching the Mercopter loaded up with bread. Um, but you guys step in. What you doing? Uh, well, I'm going to... Is there another open spot at the counter? Yeah. Okay. Like, All right, you two, come follow me, and we'll figure okay. out what we're going to get. Uh, Jasper, I'm going to need you to tell me what you like. Uh, I know you've never had these things, but, you know, do you like cinnamon? Do you like just regular bread? Do you like raisins? Have you had any Frost of those apple things? Fritters. Yeah, do you know what any of those things are? I like frost apples. Okay, that can be done. What is cinnamon? Oh, God. Have you ever had sugar before? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, at least we get started. We'll something. get ready to have a lot of it. Yup. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, He's going to literally be running on walls. Yeah. <laughs> he already it. can. <laughs> yeah. Just fast uh, enough. He's going to do it real yeah. fast. <laughs> I'm going to go up to the counter. Yeah. The uh, the flying fox, uh, Mercoptera, standing there going over like a little list, uh, looks up and you see these big round glasses perched on their nose. Um, and they're like, yes, how can I help you? Oh, hey there, champ. Uh, so. Hello. Oh, hi. Um, hi. Hi. Uh, Yellow. <laughs> uh, we're here to get some. <laughs> I'm just channeling Ash. Yeah. Um, hi. We're, hi. We're here to get some. First, I'm going to need like a dozen badger claws. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, if you could throw in another, you know, two dozen mixed donuts. Oh, okay. Uh, I kind of look at Foostrock, I'm like, how many kids do you think were in that class of Alteras? Uh, there had to be about a good 20. Okay, let's throw in three dozen uh, mixed donuts, please. Okay. Uh, the dozen bear claws, and then uh, we're also going to do a dozen frost apple fritters. And you know, just to just to so it's not so much sugar. Let's also throw an apple pie in there on top of it. <laughs> you know, which contains three cups of mixed sugar. Yeah. You um, know. Yeah. Uh, it also has apples. It's healthy. Yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> uh, and they're like, okay, uh, for for the apple pie, would you like would you like sort of a normal sized one, or would you like a big one? You know, let's do the big one. Okay. And uh, they reach down into this case and pull out a pie that is the size of a large pizza uh, mm. and plop it on the <laughs> counter. Perfect. Um, they're like, okay. Uh, That'll be for dinner. 
and they start tallying things up and they're like, okay, three dozen donuts. And I'm sorry, what else did you ask for? A dozen frost apple fritters. Dozen frost apple fritters. And a dozen badger claws. Dozen badger claws and a pie. Uh, that will be, uh, let's, uh, let's just make it a nice round number since you're buying so much, uh, 10 gold for everything. I'm gonna give him 15 gold. Oh. And just be like, you know what? You keep up the good work. Oh, I appreciate that very much. Of course. Uh, let me get some uh, some spare crates and such to load up everything for you. So, you know, you're not dropping everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, they turn and uh, sort of wave to a couple other people in there. And the halflings go with them into the back. And they start bringing out like little, like... Um, just like simple square crates, like the kinds that you would deliver like tons of eggs in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just start loading everything and layering it with paper in between. Um, the pie is put into a large basket that looks like it was specifically made for this purpose. <laughs> and they like they like pad it and make sure it's all, it's all good. Um, and they set everything out for you. Uh, so you probably have like... Uh, considering the sizes of everything, you probably have three crates and the basket. Well, I give all the crates to Foostrack. Do, do they have any iced with sprinkles? I imagine, yeah. They're probably in the mixed ones. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, he does want to ask, just because he's had donuts before... If they have any dire bear claws, which is just a bear claw, but bigger. But big. Yeah. Uh, the workshop <laughs> Tara looks at you and says, um, I mean, we do have, those are badger claws, but we do have bear claws. Uh, and they turn and look at one of the halflings. Did we make any bigger ones? And the halfling is like, yeah, yeah, I think so. And they go digging around in one of the, uh, on one of the shelves and pull out uh, this pastry that is like the size of a loaf of bread. Uh, it says, <laughs> would this work? Looks great. Okay, and they wrap it up and stack it gently on top of the top crate. Which you have to like put it on the floor for them to reach. Um, <laughs> uh, for the for the dire bear claw, I'll just like hand him another gold. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, there you go. That should that should more than cover you. Well, thank you very much. This is wonderful. Thank you. Uh, and we'll thank make you. sure. You know, do you have like some business cards? Because we're gonna we're gonna give these out to Altera's class, so maybe they'll come down here and spend some money. The Murkoff Terra immediately reaches under the counter and just has a stack of cards. Perfect. I will take a smidge and like stick them in the crate. Thank you very much. Please, uh, I don't know when you'll run out of them, but come again when you do. <laughs> oh, you never know. We're growing people. Yeah. Uh, but the the Murkoff Terra, like, walks walks with you guys to the door. She's like, thank you. Goodbye. Um, and as you as you step outside, uh, Food Shark's a little busy. Uh, Noah, give me a perception check. Oh, this is going to go well. At twenty, okay. Ooh. Um, so Ooh. you see them just before they speak. I got uh, see. Uh, let me let me grab a, grab a thing. Um, but, oh, but, uh, they got character stuff. Means they're but, important. But, 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 but. 
you see a very tall, broad, super muscular minotaur. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, oh, no. Who has, <laughs> Don't you fuck up my donuts? Who has sort of like a uh, mottled, like brown and tan? Uh, like his mane is darker, but his face is a bit lighter. Sort of a dark nose. Uh, his horns uh, sort of come out in L's, but they're not super big. Uh, and the ends of them are uh, either charred or dyed black. Uh, he wears uh, a purple bandana and he has a leather vest <laughs> on, no shirt, uh, uh, simple trousers. Uh, and you see that hanging off his belt is this fuck off giant battle axe. Um, and at the moment, he is carrying a, a little basket of his own, just sort of tromping down the street. And you see him see Fustrak. Uh-oh. And as you see this, you hear, Broadhorn! Ah. Uh... And, uh, I, I would assume that I know this per uh, person. This is none <laughs> other than Razvan. Yeah, I kind of thought it might be. Yeah. Uh, and like Boostrak just under his breath just goes, "Fuck, hey, Razvin, how uh, how's it going?" And he's you see him. He is, if it's possible, he might be bigger than you remember. Um, yeah, yeah, that little, makes sense. That that he's, tracks. <laughs> he's he's younger than you, uh, not by a ton, but uh, he's the only of the three brothers that is younger. Um, and he's just got this big, stupid smile on his face. He's like, where you been, man? We've been looking everywhere for you. Well, you know, I've been a little bit of here and there, gotten into a little bit of trouble here and there as well. And, uh, now we're here in Manaz. Well, what are you even, what are you even doing out here? Well, believe it or not, I've been learning a little bit. Um, and about this moment, around the corner, steps another oh, monitor. These fucking donuts. I was so looking forward to eating these donuts with Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, around the corner, come to Around other. the country. Ooh, <laughs> eat a lot of peaches. Let me, uh, let me show you what these boys look like. We're all gonna fucking die. Maybe. I will shoot uh, a cow today if need be. <laughs> Where's the bee? Oh um, boy. Well, they look uh, like nice gentlemen. Ooh. One of them does. Uh, yeah, the yeah. purple one looks nice, but the rest of them do not. Yeah, uh, but around the corner comes a... Uh, much, much taller, uh, much more svelte uh, brown minotaur. Uh, no, none of the like extra mane that Rasvin has. Um, it almost seems as if he keeps his fur short on purpose. Um, one of his ears has a tear out of it, but he is dressed in mostly like grays and whites. Uh, he has this sort of wrapped uh, tunic on with a belt around his waist. Um, dark trousers, and uh, you can see that he carries a staff, a steel staff. Um, 
And as he comes around the corner, he looks at you. And rather common for Valkyrie, but maybe unsettling to other people who don't know him, his expression is blank as he looks at you. RBF. Um, And... (laughs) Close behind him uh, comes the, the eldest of the brothers, uh, though he is between Valkyrie and Razvan's height. Uh, you see Torov, who is a solid black Minotaur, long mane, uh, very well-kept, though scarred horns. Um, he is in similar wear to Fustrak. He does have a, uh, a leather vest, but he wears the like battle kilt. Um, and he uh, he carries a gladius style sword, um, one on each hip. Oh shit! Um, and as he steps around, he says, "Fustrak." Torov. Figured we'd run into you eventually. I mean, I kind of had that uh, that feeling uh, as well. Kind of surprised I didn't meet you earlier on over yonder, but. Well, we figured you'd be heading south, so we uh, decided to cut you off at the pass. And he glances around, sees Noah and Jasper. I think we need oh, to hey talk. There. Oh, hey Yeah, hello. We need ah. to talk, little brother. Well, say what you got to say. You might want to put those things down. The donuts? Whatever they are, I don't care. (sighs) Noah, can you ask these guys, if uh, the bakers, if they'll hold these for us for a minute? Uh, Yeah, I can do that. You can just sit them inside the door. Fustrak just like tilts his head like... So, Fustrak is like, like seeing Razvan, it was kind of a, oh fuck, but this isn't necessarily as bad as it could be. Mm-hmm. Seeing Valkyrie, like, he gets a little bit steelier, and then mm-hmm. seeing Torov, it's like, all right, this is going to happen now. Um, um, and I should mention that Razvan... Initially, it's just like all smiles to see you, but as soon as Torov shows up, he he like schools his expression and looks down. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, He looks at Torov and just tilts his head for a second and then turns and uh, sets the the crates of donuts inside and uh, looks at the workers and says, sorry, uh, it's going to be just a minute. Can you keep an eye on these for us? Oh, of course. No problem. Much obliged. And uh, uh, just quietly, sorry for any commotion. Okay. And then he just walks out the door again. <laughs> yeah. Torov uh, is sort of standing in front of Valkyrie and Rasvin. Uh, he's in his typical sort of relaxed but ready stance, which is Torov to a T. He never shuts off. So he's got like his thumbs looped in his uh, belt. Uh, He has this especially wide belt that's like a core supporting uh, belt with this big metal uh, like 
uh, face to the front of it that has this roaring bear emblem, uh, which is fairly common amongst your people because Zerai. Um, and he's just looking at you, looks you up and down, narrows his uh, eyes, and says, What happened to all your trophies? Yeah, funny thing, when you get lit on fire, they don't tend to survive that. You always were a little clumsy. Well, you know, when you, <laughs> you know, I did die, so. Hmm. How'd that happen? Um, the aforementioned fire and then uh, also being impaled while being on fire. What uh, what did that to you? Fire giant, maybe? Uh, earth blood fountain. What the fuck does that mean? Well, hang around in these parts long enough. You'll, you'll encounter one. Uh, word to the wise, though, don't touch it. Mm. Well, we won't be here very long. Um, and at that, Valkyrie takes over. He steps out in front of Torov. He says, uh... Fustrak, you you need to head home. Yeah, you're not the first person to say that to me. Yeah, but I'm hoping I'll be the last because you'll finally get it through your thick skull. Yeah, um, I do hate to uh, be a disappointment, but uh, I don't think that that's going to happen. What are you doing? What do you think you're accomplishing out here? What nobody else seems to give a shit about. He looks back to Torov and Torov just shakes his head. Well, regardless, uh, this is Valkyrie speaking. Um, we're here to make sure you go home. Now we can walk onto a ship all together, all peaceful, or we can drag you back. Think I'm fine where I am. I don't think so. Um, upon hearing <laughs> that, I'm just gonna lean over to Fustrak very quietly and be like, don't forget that potion I gave you. Oh, he, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't even react. <laughs> um, and Torov glances off toward the west, uh, where they must have come from. You can guess they probably came from Uru's. Um, Uru's. Uru's. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Torov says, I don't want to fight with you. I won't fight with you. So, let's go. I can't do it. Y'all do don't you... seem to understand. What do you think you can learn out here that you can't get back at home? I mean, already there's been quite a bit that I learned. Met a whole bunch of other people. Learned people around here don't seem to mind us too terribly bad. 
Seen some people do some pretty neat things. Found my mom. And they all look at each other. And Rasvin, unable to control himself, goes, Really? Where, where was she? She's alive? Well, yeah, she was. Yeah, she is. I, uh, actually, I talked to her she yesterday. Was. She was. Uh, <laughs> I she killed was, her. I smashed her with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Rasmus like, that. that's amazing. She, and at that, Torov, like, puts a hand on his chest and says, Rasmus, we don't talk about her. And Rasmus stops. I hate these people. Yeah, yeah. You know, she uh, she managed to beat the shit out of a paladin all on her own. She didn't have any armor on. Good for her, I suppose. She uh, she's quite talented. I also learned some uh, some extra things about back home from her. And Torov looks at Volkri, kind of browse for a, like, not sure what's going on. But Volkri, as always, blank. Ah, the serial killer of the bunch. <laughs> He's got resting you, bullface. I should actually, I should say, um, you know the dynamic of these brothers. Rasvin is the wrecking ball. Torov is, like, the elite warrior. Volkri is the brains. Yep. He's yeah. Donatello. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means, but yeah. The Ninja Turtles. Wait, then why doesn't he have the purple? Shut up. Anyway. Yeah. He's got the staff, though. <laughs> Let's have the staff. Oh, that makes Torov Raphael. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Does that make Rasvin Leonardo? No, Rasvin's Michelangelo. Yeah. For oh, sure. Michael, what I don't fucking know anything about the Ninja Turtles. Um, Torov is like a is like a good hybrid of Raphael and Leonardo, mm -hmm. in that he's the leader, but he's also an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, Volkri looks at you and says, "We didn't come here to talk. We didn't come here to convince you. We came here to bring you home, because that's what way of him." has asked. Yeah, Wayfin asked me to do the same thing. Um, but I'm going to tell her, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told her. I will come back in my own time. I don't think you understand, Foostruck. Uh, yeah, there seems to be a lot of that going around right now. What, what now? This is the point where Noah steps in front of Foostrack and goes, No, you know what, guy? I think it's you that don't understand. I'm pretty <laughs> oh, sure she said no. And, and Volkri, uh, you, Volkri mm -hmm. sort of pulls his head back and says, I don't think I was talking to you, little boy. I don't oh. think I give a flying fuck about what you think. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go Noah, full did you just swear? <laughs> Yeah, no, because I'm kind of getting pissed off at this point. <laughs> It's like, listen here, fella, uh, if you want to just... <laughs> I think my uh, my pal here said no. So if you'd like to walk back home with uh, all three of our four of your hooves still intact, you will uh, leave us alone. They do, in fact. Hmm? Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Today's stream brought to you by the internet. Bye, no. oh, there you go. You're back now. You're back.
Uh, sorry, what'd you say, sir? Uh, we we do in fact have more than two hooves because uh, we got hoof tips. But I, I like what you're putting down. Um, and I kind of I like pull my coat back <laughs> and like tap tap my gun. I'm like, we're just gonna make sure everything's pretty hunky dory around here, yeah. And Valkyrie doesn't even look at you anymore, Noah. He looks at uh, at Fustrak. He says, Tajar said, you either come back now or you never come back. Man. You know, there's one thing that's real in common when it comes to, uh, to our tribe. We don't believe in the rings that people put in their beast of burden's nose because that's a sign of slavery for us. You guys may not have them there, but you still got them. Oh, oh shit. And I'm not letting you put one in mine. And Valkyrie turns and looks at Torov. Torov nods slowly. All right. Guess we're dragging you back. And he draws his sword. Oh. Are we anywhere nearby? <laughs> I assume so at this point. Yeah. Okay. Or y'all are um, mid fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Torov just he draws his sword and he steps forward. Just him. Uh. Noah is standing dead in between him and Fustrak. This ain't your fight, uh, Tiefling. Fustrak I'm... pulls out the maul and just like slides it next to Noah and just pushes him out of the way. I got this. And uh, Torov sees the maul. You see a little smile come to his face as he recognizes a very good weapon. And he draws the second sword. Um, yeah, I'd say we're rounding like the corner. Yeah, you guys, something. you guys see this? These three minotaurs squaring off against. Uh, well, I take that back. Uh, Valkyrie and Razvan are not squaring off. It's just Torov, but you can see they're like ringing things in. Um, I, and Fustrak, you do notice that Razvan is sort of like he's ducked his head a little bit. Like he doesn't like any of this. Question. Yeah. This is a crime, right? What? <laughs> If they just start fucking beating on Fustrock in the middle of a city. There um, also is no Glacier Watch. There's no Glacier Watch, that's correct. There's still Town Guard, but um, you would be aware that there are dueling laws in Frosthold. If it's a one-to-one combat and no one else is involved, it is technically legal. Unless one person is physically incapable of fighting back. <clears throat> but you do not have to accept the duel, at which point the person trying to hurt you is assaulting you. But that's up to you. So this is illegal. It's legal if Fustrak has drawn his weapon, which he has. Mm. Well. Unless you don't want to fight yeah, I was going to say, he's definitely going to look at Torov and be like, y'all just go back. No. Uh, excuse me. And you see Volker roll his eyes. 
and he turns and looks as the other group approaches. I'm assuming your family of Fustrock? Close enough. Uh, I've taken out my Kusarigama at this point. It's like, heard wonderful stories. Ma'am, you can back off. This is between my brothers. And this is between me and my brother, too. And Volkri sort of plants his staff, standing in your way. I pull Make out the one my back gun. Off. Yeah, I've got my gun as well. Yeah, gun's out. <laughs> and at this if point, he are, and I've got a yeah. wand in the other hand. If he like, looks or... over Magda's shoulder, which I'm assuming he can with his height, he would see yeah. that I'm, like, ready to fire this thing. Uh, and uh, at that, Volkri turns and looks at Rasvin, who has still not drawn a weapon. says, Raz. And Rasvin looks at him and pulls out his axe. Rasvin, you're your own man. You can do what you want. You don't have to take orders from them. And he just ducks his head. Are we doing this? Magdalene, stand down. Oh, that was what? a whole fucking name. Uh, how about... <laughs> Using no. the full name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not happening. Fustruck... Fustrucklin. It'd be Fustrucklin yeah. if you're trying to... Go. Yeah, that's... Yeah. 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 Uh, but Torov has his sights set on Fustruck. Fustruck has his maul drawn, but it's at his side. Like, it's mostly just in case Torov attacks, then he is prepared. It's not raised in in attack, it's defensive yeah. at this point. Um, Torov, who's still looking at you, turns to look at the others and says, uh, My quarrel is with one person. None of the rest of you need to get involved. I would See, say the... something about messing with the bull and getting the horns, but I would hope you understand that reference already. Seems a little Oddly racist, but alright. <laughs> yeah. I that, think yeah. at this point, if you mess with him, you mess with the rest of us. There is no negotiating. All right. All, All right. right. Let's go back to this very right. serious right. moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, wait. So wait. It came. Oh, there. But there we all are. Never mind. It came back up, and I couldn't see us for a second. But we're yeah. all there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Torov uh, looks at you, Fustrak, and says, "You're the only one I'm here for. These other people don't need to get hurt. These ain't just people. I don't give a damn who they are." We're heroes. <sighs> I'm telling you, man, I can't. So, what? You're going to give up the entire clan just so you can run off and pretend to be a foreigner? I mean, technically here, I don't have to pretend to be a foreigner. I am. Um, but... This is this is about survival, man. We don't we don't learn, we don't adapt, we die. People hunt us for sport. It's always been that way. That's why we fight back. Yeah, but the problem is is that people are moving forward. We ain't. 
We don't move forward, all. we die. I've heard this all before, Foodstrike. You're wrong. We've survived well, as long as we have because we've stuck to our traditions. You're trying to bring things in that we don't need. I beg to differ. What have you learned that's so useful in the time you've been away? I learned a couple of things. Like? Oh, I don't want to give away all my tricks yet, now do I? Why do you guys care so much anyway? You'll kick them out, right? And Torov turns and looks at you, glances back at Foostrock, says, Is that what he told you? That is not what I told her. I told her I left. Well, after your dad beat the shit out of you. Yeah, I mean, I... Like him kicking you out. You know, I, I got in a few good licks. You don't have to word it quite like that. His wife... Your old dad don't really know that much anyway. Uh, Torov looks at Magda and says, His wife wants him back. He left her. My well, sister. Well, why isn't she here then? She's on her way. I think maybe that's between him and her, huh? My sister told me to bring her husband back, and that's what I'm gonna goddamn do. I don't know about your human or whatever the hell you are culture, but in our culture, we listen to our women. And if she says he needs to come back, he's coming back. You uh, might want to take your own advice there and listen to the woman. She ain't one of our women. I don't care what she has to say. Oh, right, well, now, now I don't feel bad about the bull thing. Foostrock, <laughs> Foostrock, say when. Say when. <laughs> Puts one bullet right between Torov's <laughs> eyes and drops him. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is real easy, Foodstrike. You put that hammer down, you come home. No one needs to get hurt. I don't believe I'm saying it, Foodstrike, but I'm agreeing with Christmas. Say when. Say when. And Jasper says, yeah, say when. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm ready, too. I got everything. They're ready to go. I'm not going back. Y'all just right. go back home. Blood it is. And Torov charges at you. I need everybody to roll initiative. Uh, oh, we're starting. <laughs> we're starting it right now. Okay. I mean, we can save this for next week if you want. We probably should. Yeah, oh, okay. it's probably yeah, going to take is... a while, and we're already over. Uh, I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just want to play D&D. &D. I know. Uh, we only got through like 15%. We didn't even get to the Alistair shit. Anyway. Yeah. Um, we haven't even eaten our donuts. Yeah. We haven't even eaten the fucking donuts. All right. Fine. I guess. Um... We I will. like how we're just kind of a big fucking brawl in the street, by the way. Hell when yeah. Literally, I was trying to bait him into attacking me so that then he could I be mean, arrested. 
<laughs> I mean, he is. This is the Wild no. West. This needs mm-hmm. to be yeah. as chaotic as possible. Technically the Wild South, but, you know. South- yeah. The yeah. Wild Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> that is technically. What? No, Wild, wild South. Southwest dressing. Manas is <laughs> to God. the West. Uh, but yeah, we will we will be back uh, next week with the exciting potential death of Fustrock. We'll oh see what God. happens. Um, We're fine. Yeah, we'll see what happens when I take that potion of growth. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we will see indeed because these boys got some tricks up their sleeves. Oh, I'm um, sure they fucking do. We uh, <laughs> we will not be streaming on Halloween or well the day before Halloween. Uh, but next week we're gonna we're gonna dress up just a little bit. Yeah. So since we're doing a big all-out brawl in the streets, if you guys want to wear battle makeup, feel free for that. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, just, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So, um, oh god, my my memory. Breaking so Rumble. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you can find the Atlaran Adventuring Company in a few places. You can find us on Twitter at AtlarinADVCo. Uh, you can also find our link tree down below here on Twitch, also on YouTube. Uh, that links to our shop, all of our personal pages. We're on Redbubble selling shit. Um, please support us because this isn't free. Uh, you can... Um, I think that's about it for Aiko stuff. So, uh, Ben. Oh, yeah, I get to go time. first this time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ash always goes first. Um, I know, it's because I go in alphabetical order. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so, uh, my name is Blake R. Wolf. You can find me at blakearwolf.com, B L A K E R W O L F E.com. Uh, you can also find me under that name on all the socials. Uh, I write fantasy books. And I just finished a series last month now uh, called The Crystalline Chronicles. All five books are out. So if you like D&D and Lord of the Rings and Narnia and gay people, you'll like that one, hopefully. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm working on another fantasy series right now that I am still figuring out. Um, But it's coming along. And that will probably either come out by the end of this year or uh, the beginning of next year. That's me. Uh, Gail. Hi. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Zachary G. Author. Uh, I primarily write horror stories and I am uh, looking to publish my first collection in one year. Um, I am nearly done with my five works in progress. <laughs> and uh, then I will have all my stories ready for formatting and editing and figuring out what the fuck the title's going to be. Um, okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much me. Uh, my wife does make uh, stickers and a lot of other fun things, some of which will be appearing on the Redbubble. Um, Eventually. But... Her uh, her Etsy shop is uh, currently not operating. Uh, she's thinking of changing uh, locations, so keep an ear out for plugging on that. What's up? I'm regular human, and 
despiser of Xfinity, uh, Zach Cooper. <laughs> and uh, well, there goes to that a regular human. Ah, dang it! There goes our yeah. There goes our sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag will never be a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I do uh, people stuff and people things, mm. and I don't write wow. books. But I play a lot of D and D, uh, and yeah, that's that's me. That's what I got. Cash. Hello, I'm going last. Wow. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Astrid Knight. You can find me basically everywhere at Astrid K Writes or on my website AstridKnight.com. Uh, I'm writing a book. It's called Perception Check, Book One of the Mages of Elmira Saga. Uh, it is about D&D, sort of, uh, and being sad, and, um, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, tricks. <laughs> I can confirm, having gotten the first few chapters, it is about being sad. Yes, <laughs> that's basically all the first few chapters, sad like, and, I'm sad. Sad and misunderstood. Yep. So sad. So sad. Um, Thank you. I guess I can put it out into the universe. I don't want to, but, you know, I've already kind of committed at this point. So um, the release date for which is going to be February 22nd, 2022. 22-22. <gasps> Very easy to remember. Uh, so, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You and won't be able to do that birthday. next year, though. No, I know. It's you can't do 33333. Well, I could do three thirty-three. No, wait, no, I could. No, you, <laughs> no, you cannot. Ah! <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, you can do so... three thirty twenty-three. Yeah, or you could just do three three two three or three twenty-three twenty-three. Oh my god! Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So February twenty-second. Uh, be on the lookout. Uh, for that pre-orders will probably be going up in January, like the the first week of January, sometime. Uh, yeah, so that's me. Cool. Hi, I am Taylor Wallace. You can find me on Twitter at everybody get ready. T A. I Y Chicken. T A I Y L O R W A L L A C E. Make sure you misspell it or you will never find me. Uh, I am currently editing Perception Check for Ash. I need Yay. to kick my ass in gear on it. I need to kick um, my ass in gear on the other part. Yes, you do. Because on. if I finish the section you gave me before you hand me another one, I will yell at you. This is going to be the hardest part because after this part, then I won't have as much editing to do. So I will be sending it to you faster uh, mm. after this part. But Cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, working on perception check, uh, I will be working on, uh, Gail's stuff, sorry, I had to cycle through the last names to figure out which one to use. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't use my actual last name anyway. Yeah, um, <laughs> but, uh, I am an editor, you can find me at saunderediting.com, uh, if you have something that you would like edited. Uh, and, uh, I've also got a profile on Fiverr and Readsy, so you can find me in those places, too. Uh, yep. 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 Yeah, uh, send me work, because I don't charge as much as other freelancers, and also, if you send me editing work, that's more deliveries I don't have to do. Okay. 
I'm done. But uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, like I said before, we will be doing a little Halloween-esque theme next week, but we will not be streaming on the 30th because somebody has a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we. I am so excited. I'm going to go in a kilt with my big-titted goth girlfriend. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, um, oh, and November, we're starting the book. Oh, yeah, oh, we are. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. forgot about uh, that. Me, Ash, and Blake are starting the first book of probably several, many in even, uh, of the first campaign uh, novelized as uh, technically written in world by Silas Veneer. So it may have a foreword from Silas. And we've been talking, Ash and I have been talking about an idea for an afterword, maybe from Kit. I think so, that would probably be like. Be cool. Way done. We'll oh, yeah, that'd be at the end, the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see where we get after the first book. I'm so excited for this project. Him too. I need to work on something not my book. So. Yes, you do. You, I can tell you need a break. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep everybody updated on how that's going. I imagine between the three of us, we should be able to get it done within a month. Oh yeah, at least the first draft. Yeah. Uh, but we will see. Let's put a release date on it right now. Shall oh we? god. No. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> no. Pressure. Um, it releases in in December. No. <laughs> oh my god. god. That would be terrible. Jesus. That's not that's not even just pressure on us. That's pressure on me. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> super pressure on Taylor. Ah, that would be fine. They I have, have, they have another like book that they chapters. Yeah. That's they fun. have another book that they need to finish before that. I've several uh, by that point I'm going to have several things. I'm going to be so busy. Yeah. Oh my god. You make so much money cuz Bone Stone and Wood book 1 is probably going to be ready by then. Oh shit. Ah, cool. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm all right with it. Um, means I won't have to go out and deliver shit. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll see y'all next week, 11 a.m. sharp, uh, Eastern, and uh, have 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 a good October in general. I know it's half over, but enjoy spooky season because it's the best. Spooky. Take us out, Stream Master. Uh, bye bye.